thank you for tuning in to the Private Suite Magazine interview series. As always, I'm Indy Advent, and today we have a very special set of guests joining us on the show. Golf Audio Company. It's, um, what is it? DF89, a.k.a. Danger Falcon 1989, a.k.a. Danger. Japanese characters for Falcon.1989. The first member of Golf Audio Company. It's a co-ownership with the artist uh, Mist, also known as by his real name sometimes, Jason. Welcome to the show, guys. How's it going? Good. Just, just hanging out. Hey, what's up? Not much is up. Just hanging out with some cool cats, doing an inter- interview, you know. <laughs> Sick. I'm really excited to have you both on the show. I've been a fan for quite some time. I have a lot of your tapes, and I think you guys have been doing something great for the scene for quite a long time, a couple of years, two, almost three years now. So there's a lot to talk about. So uh, uh, get ready for some cool conversation, everybody. So what did you guys, what did you get up to last night? Anything exciting? I watched the new episode of The Handmaid's Tale. Because I love that show. I can't say I've seen it, sadly. I've never heard of it either. It's on Hulu. It's it's pretty slick. Yeah, what's it about? It's like uh it's like set in like a near futuristic dystopian world where like the entire world's infertile and they've the US is in chaos and they're enslaving women and forcing them to bear children. Crazy. For their commanders. It's sick. It's wild. Sweet. It's real miserable. Maybe I'll download it. <laughs> And what about you, Jason? Oh, uh, slaving away on free loops. Yeah, like yeah. a boss. That's that's crazy. That's I mean, uh, that's awesome. Are you working on a new record or some singles? Yeah, I got a, a new record coming out in the next couple weeks. Ooh, trying to finish it up. Yeah, sick. I think I, I swear you put out a record pretty recently within the past few months, didn't you? Yeah, that album came out. I don't know, like last September. I guess I'm thinking of somebody else. Yeah, it just took me a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, quality work does take a long time. And I find, actually, it lasts longer, too. I don't know if it's just a coincidence, but... Yeah, I agree with that. I think the, the records that seem to take the most effort do last a fucking long time. <laughs> What's that record called, anyway? My record? Yeah. It's called Redhead. Oh okay. It's the it's the second MI record. I- was that on the was that was the Bogus Collective one? Um so so he's got uh two different albums on Bogus Collective um that both have Emma Watson mm-hmm. on the cover. Do what I say? I'm Emma Stone. I said the wrong Emma. We have re re-released both of them on Golf Audio Company on one on cassette and the other on record. 12 inch. Yes, he's working on his third Emma Stone album right now. I just want to throw this in there too. The that album is though here in the near future. I it's got uh it's got remixes on the B side of it by a bunch of cool people. Nice. Yeah, I missed I missed the record when it came out. I don't know where I was. Well, I really you know, it. we do have a couple in our back pockets, provided that all of the ones that we have currently shipped arrive unscathed. 
Oh dang! We always like to. That would be keep some extras on hand in case somebody gets lost or damaged. Very cool. Very cool. So we actually here's a mind. little secret. At the moment, have an undisclosed number of all of our records still awaiting to be sold. Interesting. That's a good uh, like con- contingency plan, I suppose. I think I I think most labels probably do that. Yeah. Yeah. True. There's always a couple extra sick yeah if you're not following mist check him out on twitter check out his work on bogus collective and golf audio if you want a physical well um i guess they're all sold out but yeah there's a new one coming so keep your eyes peeled no we got cassettes of redhead no no we of uh Jason, what's the name of that other one that was originally released on contemporary tapes, but then they stole everyone's money, so we reissued it? It's called Sexy Time. Yes, Sexy Time. And it's like zebra print, and there's a lady on the cover. Oh, no. Guess who that lady is? We'll give away one copy to the first. And they should contact you on Twitter, I suppose? I don't know. Uh, Wherever, I guess, yeah, I guess the first... The first person to DM us with that lady's name on Twitter correctly. Yeah, hit us up. Can have a free copy of the tape direct to their mailbox. Nice. She's a nice lady. (laughs) Um, Full disclosure, I do not know who the lady is, so I will have to get Jason to fact check it. (laughs) So where are you guys located? I don't know if you guys actually want to say that, but feel free. 612 Wharf Avenue. I'm just kidding. That's a little Aqua Teen Hunger Force reference for my uh, real ones. Shit. I, didn't, I don't know that one. Great show, though. Where uh, are you located? Uh, Portland, um, Oregon. Sweet. Uh, yeah, I'm from H-Town, Houston. Houston. That's a mighty long ways away from me. Born and raised. Part partner. <laughs> I'm in Toronto, if you didn't know. It's pretty sweet. Fucking human. Which part of Canada is that? <laughs> what? Ontario. We don't know anything. What about part of maps. Canada is that? That's like the middle, bottom middle. It's right near you, New York. It's like right there. I'm I'm taking a bus to Electronicon. If that nice. gives you any any idea. God, I wish I could take a bus. When I bought my ticket, I was planning on driving, but then I moved from North Carolina to Oregon, and so now it's going to be way further, and I got to fly. Yeah, I'm not Sheet. going now. How expensive? How expensive is a domestic flight? Because you guys fly all over the place, like state to state. In Canada, we don't. People do that way less, like way, way. It just depends on far in advance you book your ticket. Mm. If you do it like at the last minute, it's expensive. Yeah, yeah. I haven't booked my ticket yet, so I'm not exactly sure how much it's going to cost. What? So I'm about Jesus. to. I'm gonna. My plan was to do it this weekend. Like Saturday, it's seven hundred dollars, man. Probably, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I look when I looked, it was like four hundred Canadian. So I was like, um, bus is a hundred and forty. Maybe we'll just do that. Hell yeah! But I've never sat on a bus for ten hours, so wish me luck. I've done it for six, and it sucked. I don't know. I read a whole book though. Wow, a whole book. Wow, <laughs> you read a book, man? Yeah, it was The Firm by John Grisham. Good for you. Yeah, it was man. a whole one. Bro, cover to cover. I can't read while driving. It sucks. Or like I have the motion sickness. Can't play games. Can't go on my phone like at all. 
That sucks. Yeah. Most I can do is just like switch up the song, send a text, then I have to wait like 10 minutes. Yeah. Lame. But uh, you can take gravel for it, but, you know, I don't always have it. Non-drowsy style. I uh, do not envy you. No. No, 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 no. So how is Portland compared to North Carolina? Um, I, It's cool. Um. My uh my mom's family is from here, so I've been I've been here a lot my whole life. So oh, okay. I was pretty familiar with it when I moved up here. But um I actually had only been in North Carolina for three years, so I don't know, it's just you know It's a place. It's a place, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean American cities to me all seem to look pretty similar i mean it's not like like a crazy like drastic difference you know it's not yeah. like there's people in like you know crazy shaped buildings or anything yeah there's like walmart and there's you know like strip malls and there's you know homeless people shitting and <laughs> stuff that's like pretty like universal yeah all things that uh make it for a good city right yeah, I mean, like, you know, I, I used to live in Winston-Salem, which I don't know if you know this about America, because I know absolutely zero anything about Canada. The witches? Almost nothing about America. But, uh, yeah, no, that's the different Salem. That's Salem... Uh, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Um, no, uh, Winston-Salem is the cigarette capital of America. Ah, that's where you get Winston cigarettes and also Salem cigarettes and also the parent company, RJ Reynolds, who owns basically most cigarettes. It's like hella cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you smoke, if I'm not mistaken, right? I quit like a year and a half ago, two years ago. I don't smoke cigarettes oh, okay. anymore. I use a Juul. Yeah. Which, you know, whatever. Yeah. Step in the right direction. It doesn't smell like shit. That's number one for me. I, I can't stand the smell anymore. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know if it's any better for me, but the only, like, objective, like, value that I can judge it by is that I can breathe, like, with my lungs, like, a hell of a lot better. So I might be, like, still dying, but I can breathe a lot better than I yeah. could when I smoke cigarettes. So that's that works for me. And I don't smell like... Well, I don't smell like shit for that reason anyway. Mm-hmm. So, and how's uh, Texas treating you, Jason? Have you lived there your whole life, or? It's hot, bro. Oh, I can only imagine. It's like inhuman yeah. hot down there, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's humid. It's humid, it's too? Hot. You can't walk outside without... Shit. Fucking crazy. Maybe it's not so bad in Toronto. Like, I have my balcony window open, my door. My cats are outside playing and shitting. Puking and pissing. That's what they do, just living it up. Uh, so what are your some of your guys' hobbies? Um, what do you do when you're not vapor-waving, riding the wave? Okay. When Aside from my our various vapor-wave adventures, um, my hobbies include... Uh, damn, Jason, you go first. Um, I play other, other fighting games. Yeah. Oh, sick. I love fighting games. Evo just happened? Yeah. You watched that? Yeah, I watched it. Sure did. Nice. Yeah, that was great. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, I just... Okay, so on video games, then I 
I just got uh, the Goonies 2 for NES on eBay the other day. So I've been playing that, and that's been really sick. Is that supposed to be a, a good game or one of those like really bad games so it's so it makes it good um no i i don't i don't i don't do things ironically i th- I, I thought it was a. Uh, so i live where i live in oregon i'm only an hour from cannon beach where they shot the, the goonies the other day and i was looking up if there's ever going to be a goonies too and i saw that there was not but that uh there was a goonies 2 video game Ooh. on nes so i bought it on ebay and it is super slick yeah it's um it's like a i don't know it's like a platformer and a dungeon crawler type style game in one and i don't know i haven't beat it yet but you have to like you have to like find all the trapped goonie friends and also annie and unlock everybody so how is it and i haven't won yet so. goonies 2 though is that like an extension of the story somehow like they get trapped somewhere or something after the original film um so so the 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 crime family from the first from the first movie is released from jail and they have trapped you in their house the again fratellis. the fratellis thank you jason on it um so yeah the, starts up and the fratellis are like we've gotten out of jail and you're gonna pay for what you've done and we have all your friends and you play as mike and you have to unlock everybody else and then and then that's it that's the whole game so yeah there's not like no levels or anything there's just like rooms of the house it's a big ass house the whole game is just that one concept i'm pretty sure there's a angry oh, cool. video game narrative Probably. Where he tells the story about why it's Goonies too. I can't. Well, if there's any Goonies fans listening, um, make sure you let us know how it ends there. um, DF89. (laughs) Yeah, I'll keep you like hella updated on that and how that goes for me. Perfect. Sweet. All right, cool. I think that's a good little intro. So, what is Golf Audio Company? What do you guys do? What's the situation there? What's your mission? What's your mandate? Um, I would say that you could probably our like number one focus is like vapor funk cassettes and then everything else in like different like categories that we release, I would feel like is secondary to that, be it like records or CDs or other formats and other genres, you know, like we definitely dabble in like lo fi and mall soft and you know, like late night lo fi. Mm-hmm chill wave and stuff like you know our like our most most downloaded most most purchased most popular album is not vapor funk but i w- i think that jason would agree that that's definitely the niche that we set out to represent and that's kind of like what we keep coming back to is just like that kind of like I, I i don't know like a lot of people call it like classic style like vapor wave just real but funk heavy emphasis like yeah <clears throat> it is um, I mean that's the kind of that's the kind of vaporwave I like, so that's what I strive to put out the most. Yeah, I would say that that's like our like that's our number one is like vapor funk cassettes. Like cassettes is our like go to format, mm. and then you know everything from there is just you know for fun and because we because we wanna. Yeah, that's rad, guys. That's really cool. Uh, which record was that, by the way? That uh, was the most sought after, or, or whatever. 
Oh, uh, that is uh, uh, Euphoria by Fuji. Oh yeah, <laughs> that has uh, yeah, that has sold a lot of cassettes and records. Mm-hmm. That's a great, great album. As if you may remember, I had to get a bit of a replacement done on mine, and holy. Oh yeah, you're not alone. Um, yeah, there's um, I mean, you know, there's always going to be a handful that just get mistreated in the mail. Yeah. Just, you know, I mean, I don't, I assume that everybody knows, but like, I don't have like records over here that like are bent that I'm like, yeah, that looks okay to send. <laughs> and then I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. Let's send it. Anyhow. I got a tape. I don't know why I bought these tapes. I love Office Soft and I'm, I forget who runs the label for these tapes. I, I'm not going to go into really specifics, but there was a couple tapes I bought and one of them had like the J card. The actual, the actual part with the art on it, the cardboard, had this like huge scratch on it, and then it was just put in a nice case, like a regular. It was so weird. I was like, "What? All right." It's like, yeah, that. So I asked for a new one. That happened in the mail. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Yeah, we're never, you know, we're never like salty when people need replacements or anything. Like that's just part of the deal. Like, yeah. you know, things happen, things get mishandled. You know, so, I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, I don't think that anybody's ever been like... Yeah, no, I read you, man. I read you. So, Vapor Funk, yeah. and and you dabble into things that kind of lean to one side or the other, but you know, mostly... Yeah, and you know, stuff that, you know, I mean, like, you know, I feel like we've kind of like hit on a lot of different uh, subsets or variations of Vaporwave, but I feel like our like main classification would probably be like vapor funk mm-hmm. yeah i remember the first record you guys ever put out by um playmate was that it no yeah that was oh, that yeah. was the uh that was the first album that we did we did it on cassette mm-hmm. first beautiful first tape we ever did was yeah that one um actually the very first cassette or the first uh tapes we made of that the J card material I printed it on was like super. Yeah, it was Zadig the Jasp. That was the first psychic memories. Oh yeah, Zadig. Hey, what? Oh, I fucking love him. He's coming on the show soon. That was the is it? I don't. I that was the first tape that we like made. But like, I thought we released that third. Maybe I'm wrong. That's what it looks like according to the website. Oh, uh, you know, I think that was actually the first. I don't yeah, know. It went Playmate, Blue Screen, Zadig. Sonic nine nine one. Yeah, Zadig's just. And I think that, that was, was the first really tape I ever tape. bought from you guys. Sonic nine nine one. That's a great record. His was de- no. His was definitely. I remember it was the first cassette that like we made. Like because we were doing them by hand, we made those first. But I think that we released Playmate and Blue Screen before Zadig. But I'm just not sure. I can't remember. So how did you guys start the label? Like where'd you learn how to make cassettes and how did you? You know, I guess we'll, we'll have that question first before we ask how you guys got into Vaporwave. But uh, yeah, like, did you guys, did one of you start it and then need some help? You know, like, how did it happen? Yeah, uh, I mean, like, we, um, we had both recently um, started producing uh, under our respective aliases. And uh, we had... Um, both had songs on the Bogus Collective Volume 3 compilation that was in the summer of 2017. And uh, we, um, yeah, so we met, 
you know, we on that compilation, we started talking from there. We actually we met in a Discord chat. It was actually yeah, it was Cloudy Luke's Discord that he made. Yeah, yeah, it was. Remember right, wasn't it? I think it was I think it was Cloudy Luke's Discord, and we met there, and then we were on that compilation. And we just started talking. I probably on like Facebook Messenger from there, and yeah, we were good friends with and still are with uh, Twin Pines Mall and um, uh, Tyler uh, from Sunset Grid. Blue Screen, yeah. Blue Screen, and both of them had their own uh, respective labels, and uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. We just got talking and decided that um, yeah, it's just said we're gonna do it, and we did it. Dope. You know, that we wanted to do our own label. Here we are, three years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, good on you. Uh, there wasn't like a whole lot of planning before we got started. Yeah. That's interesting because you guys don't live in the same state. And you don't often see labels co-owned by two people. Like maybe one person does the shipping or whatever. Uh, so that's really neat to see you guys kind of put your minds together like 100% full force, each of you. That's really cool. So... Like, look at all the fucking amazing releases you guys have put out. Like, Synchro Start. I love that record. Uh, I forget the name. The one with the Asian girl with the black outline. Yeah, I don't know any of the... um, I don't know what any of the kanji on our label translates to for anybody's record. So there's that. Mm -hmm. But I know which one you mean. I call that one the green tape, personally. The green tape, yeah. If you haven't checked out... Golf Audio's Bandcamp page, definitely do that. Um, even if you're, well, especially if you're not into physicals, because you know a lot of them are sold out. But there's so many fucking amazing records on here, man. Trash Ghosts, Gloria Wave, Midnight Shopping. That's a sick one. Yes. Euphoria, like you guys said, Virtual Loneliness by Nothing to Nothing or Two Nothing Two. You got Metaprise Applications on there. Quadradox. Opal, oh yeah, Reflecting Pool, that's a great record too. Vapor Softworks, like it's just, it's so much good stuff. Like it's, it's a nice place to go if you want to discover new music. That's for sure. The list just goes on. It's, it's, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. So, and I always wonder like you, because you guys work together, but you're not even in the same like city, you're not in the same state even, uh, I was feel like that could be kind of difficult so how do you guys how do you manage that well email is uh a pretty useful incredible tool. technology we communicate a lot via <laughs> via emails yeah you know we both have an email account that we that we like to send our mail from back and forth to exchange <laughs> ideas twitter is fantastic i love twitter um we did not have uh or i did not have a twitter when Jason and I met and started the label, it was all Facebook based, but I am like 99.9% off of Facebook. I hate Facebook mm-hmm. and I love Twitter. I digress. What was the question? Uh, how do you guys kind of organize who does what and everything? What Especially in, in the beginning when you were first trying to figure out, okay, how do we do this? How do we run a label? You said you had some help um, from Twins, Twin Pines Mall, but... Yeah, Twin Pines Small. Um, Matt Thorne from Power Lunch was definitely uh, super helpful, just with a lot of technical questions about like dubbing tapes, printing J cards. Oh, nice. Uh, you know, um, cassette labels. Yeah, he was super, super helpful. He with a lot of the the DIY stuff. 
and helping us get um, what people very notably noticed, uh, took notice of the notation of how notably we, I'm stuck in a loop here. Our tapes sounded really good. They've always sounded good. We have incredible sounding tapes. They're the best tapes. They do sound great. What do you got, like Nakamichi something? Uh, no, I have a Teak and a Tascam, but I've gone through uh, a ton of different uh, tape decks. It's all about just finding the right the right settings and just uh, for for your decks. I mean, I, I, so many of those vintage decks are ma- built with basically like the same components. So, I mean, if you have a working one, the brand is almost irrelevant. Like, if it works proper, it, you mm. know, I mean, I'm talking about like, you know, 80s, 90s tape yeah. decks. Those are... They're basically all if they if they work, they're all gonna they're all gonna give you something pretty good. You just have to fiddle with the settings. But um, Matt Thorne was uh, you know hugely helpful with uh, getting our dubbing down pat, and I, I feel like we I feel like basically all of our tapes sound pretty excellent. Nice man. Well, shout out to him. That's fucking awesome. I didn't know that. And when you say change the settings, I keep forgetting what the question was. Uh, oh yeah, so yes, what. <laughs> Yeah, to more precisely answer your shit, um, I do all the, like, I listen to the sub and say yes or no, pretty much all I do. He, Austin does, like, Crazy. all the other shit. Yeah, so, Golf Audio Company is, like, an excellent representation of, like, Jason's, like, curation. Like, he pretty much picked, like, all these albums here. Like, he, like, I, to be honest, have, like... There's there's submissions that I personally haven't even listened to and they're waiting on answers. Um, uh, Jason listens to listens to all the submissions and pretty much decides you know what we what we want to do and he communicates with the artists about you know when they're when they're scheduled for and stuff like that gets uh, gets addresses for artist copies and stuff. Yeah, and then I uh, I shit post a lot on Twitter. <laughs> um, I feel like has been like the biggest key I feel like to our success. Can I just say how the f- how do you get 7000 tweets in like what a year? March 21st, because less I'll, than a year. Because I tweet every single thought that pops into my head 7 pretty much all day. 5 months. So I've 7, pretty much only had 7000 <laughs> past year. That's pretty sick. It was about 2 years. Oh, that's a lot of thoughts. Yeah, um, and then uh, I handle Bandcamp. You know, I handle um, I handle our like uh, manufacturers. Uh, most of our stuff, I, I still do some stuff by hand, but uh, most of our stuff we get um, um, professionally duplicated just for a more consistent uh, result and just to speed up the process. Um, I just didn't have time. If you're doing a big run or something, yeah. Yeah, I just didn't have time to dub everything that we wanted to get released in that kind of a time frame and then still work the hours I yeah. was working at the grocery store. But, um, and then, you know, so I, uh, yeah, Jason handles like the creative direction and I handle like nuts and bolts. <laughs> Edit it out to where I don't say I handle nuts and bolts. No way. That's stay, staying in. Nothing you can Headline do. Gulf Audio <laughs> Company, Danger Falcon, handles nuts. <laughs> That's the key takeaway from this podcast. No, you guys, that's um, the key takeaway is you guys are an unbeatable combination. How about that? Just incredible. So your fans, your fans of Vaporwave, both of you. Let's start from the beginning of your musical background, your journey through music. How did you find music? When did you realize you you liked it? 
And then how did Vaporwave come into the picture and how did it kind of take take a hold of you? Um, well, my very first cassette tape, the very first piece of music that I owned and cradled in my hands was the Top Gun soundtrack. And my parents told me I was only allowed to listen to the first song, Danger Zone, because the rest of the songs were far too suggestive for my young, impressionable mind. But I listened to the shit out of Danger Zone, and whenever I was sure my parents were asleep, I would let it play through the whole tape. So that pretty much shaped my entire <laughs> musical destiny, is my forbidden, semi-authorized copy of the Top Gun soundtrack on cassette. That's fucking... That's amazing. And so that's... It must have had an influence on you, because that's your first name in your handle, right? Danger? Um. Oh, yeah, definitely. I... Yeah, I don't remember where I came up with the name Danger Falcon, but um Oh no. No, I've had that I've had that uh I've had that quote stage name for quite some time. Danger Falcon. I've it's just like always that, had it in my head quote. that that was like I was gonna my band's name that was gonna be my band's name. Like I spray painted it on a bridge. I got arrested for spray painting it on a bridge. <laughs> it's just the um, name Captain Falco. Danger Falcon and Star Fox. I don't remember that. Falco? I don't know. Well, Captain Falcon is from F-Zero. Falco is... Yeah. But Austin Danger Powers. So, 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 I, I guess how it originally started was at one point on Facebook, I made my name Austin Danger real last name, which I'm not going to use. Uh, and then uh, somebody reported it as not being my real name. So Facebook was like, you have to make this, you know, your real name. So I put in, I typed Austin Danger Falcon. You know, I added in an extra Falcon because that sounded equally badass as Danger. Dude, I guessed that shit. 20 points. And then... Uh, Hand it exactly. over. And then Facebook was like, yo, uh, that's not your real name. Enter your real name. So I was like, all right, fuck you, Facebook. So I typed that my name was, I deleted my whole real name and just typed just Danger and Falcon for my name. And so then that's when I became Danger Falcon on Facebook. And that. Oh, damn. They never gave me uh, a problem. Well, I mean, it, yeah, but it looks more realistic than Danger Falcon. <laughs> like, I Touché. don't know. Maybe that's French or something. Danger Falcon. But yeah, so that was where I got the name Danger Falcon. And then when I discovered vaporwave and i saw the obvious like tropes like japanese characters i incorporated that and you know the the year so i don't know i've often thought hey maybe that name that you chose is fucking stupid and you should change it but then obviously i haven't done that yet well you gotta keep it i just saw i just saw v tomo on twitter saying the same I thing i saw that same thing too yeah on twitter it's like it's all good man Sorry, you were saying something, uh, Jason? I don't know. Oh, yeah. So he's too far gone. I'm in too deep. Yeah. So what happened after that Tom Cruise tape? Top Gun. (laughs) With Tom Cruise. Yeah, mainly Tom Cruise tape. What happened after that? So you you were like, you just liked cassettes right away? Well, I mean, that was just just what I had um, at the time. We didn't. My family was always really slow to adapt to change. We didn't like move to CDs exclusively until very late and then till DVDs like fucking they were making Blu-ray players by the time my parents had like fully transitioned away from VCRs. 
games. Like you, you like practically missed DVD players. Yeah. Jesus, that was like ten years. Almost. I mean, I don't know. I, they were real good about like internet stuff. Very, very well connected on the internet. But just like as far as like hardware and equipment, like I don't know. We just always had like shitloads of tapes, like late into the two thousands. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, that's sick. Look at you now. Yeah, I still have several of my parents, uh, my parents' tapes I requisitioned. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Jason? You tell us your vaporwave and music story. I'm um, pretty much always been into music. Um, I played guitar from pretty early age, and then from that I moved to um, I made video game remixes. And that's where I learned how to use. I did that for like I don't know six or seven years, and then I got some turntables to do that, and yeah. Video game remixer and DJ. What sort of games did you remix? Do you do you have any MP3s kicking around still? Yeah, there's some kicking around still, but it's it's under a different name. I have to go find them. Yeah, the hunt is on. <laughs> Was it like were you doing like chip tune kind of stuff or adding like orchestrals? Uh, like housey than the house music. It was fun. Oh yeah. That's sweet, because video game soundtracks are amazing, but you can't, like, dance to all of them. Yeah, right. You kind of danceify them a bit. Oh, that's sweet. sweet. I want to check out, check those out. Uh, and so, when did you discover Vaporwave? I'd say probably about three years ago, just randomly. I found it through, um, like, uh, I was listening to stuff, and I found a Simpson wave. Uh, playlist or some some shit like but yeah <clears throat> I heard it and I was like damn this is awesome and that really like stuck out to me about it was like how it slowed down because I mean I've been, I've been listening to DJ Screw since like the midnight and I don't know it just sounded similar to me so that was cool mm-hmm. DJ Screw yeah, <clears throat> famous Houston DJ. Okay. Legendary. Dang, I've not heard of that. Am I going to be slain for not knowing that? <laughs> Probably. I think one of his. I think one of his albums that those um, influences of vaporwave, whatever the fuck those lists. Yeah. Oh dang! Fucking, I should be slain. Yeah, you should check it out. Just at the very least, if you're into, you know. Yeah. Obviously, if you're into vaporwave. Yeah, and I love the history of it. Just look at the release dates on it. Yeah, Mm. so anyway. Sweet. um, Slowed down music. It's like, oh. But, um, yeah, that's what drew me in. Sick. And when did you decide you wanted to make your own vaporwave? Probably, like, immediately. (laughs) Because, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's something I... You knew Fruity Loops already. Yeah, yeah, it was something I could do. I just took a shot at it. Wicked man, here I am. Yeah, exactly. Um, how long after you started making it did you make your first record? Was that the the Face Dancer single, or or the Contemporary Tapes release? <clears throat> um, my first album is called Green Eyes. Oh yeah, oh that was the first one. It was on both. It's uh, there. It's the other Emma Stone album I have. Oh, it's. 
It probably took me like two months, give or take. What inspired you to like come up with the sounds that you did and like the aesthetic, all that? The sounds are, believe it or not, is like tracks that I, like I've always liked funk and R&B and all those songs on that album are songs that I've like jammed for years and years. I, I just cut them up, just took the parts that I like, you know, the, <laughs> the normal thing, the normal vaporwave thing. Mm-hmm. Like vaporwave to me also is like kind of like being a DJ. I, I look at it like all the the good shit from a song and you like make a new song out of it. Mm-hmm. Kind of making it better, your own interpretation, applying the mood that you're currently in to it. Oh, that record. That's the record. That's the with the funny like CGI look or a uh, green screen thing that's like not keyed out properly. That record. Yeah, that's a freaking amazing record. Yeah, check it out. Green Eyes on Bogus Collective. Yeah, I really love that record. Thank you for making it. Thanks <laughs> for listening to it. Anytime, dude. My pleasure. When you decide it's time to put out a new record, how do you sort of start to develop the relationship with that artist? You know, why are they choosing you sort of thing? You know, you have people that are sort of loyal to your label in a way, customers, artists. So when you want to get these things printed to tape and stuff, like how do you work out like, you know, the contracts and just the whole relationship with these people. There's, there's really not too much of a method. Say, like, 70 to 80% is sent to us. And, like, the other is people that I've, like, I seek out. I'll just ask somebody, hey, do you want to put a record out with us? Nice. That's not freaking easy. Have you, ha- have you ever had any, like, work that you couldn't actually put out that you worked on? with somebody for a while like you thought everything was going and you had a plan for release but it didn't happen um because i imagine these relationships not only are they i wouldn't say difficult to maintain but it's a lot of people it's hard to keep in touch with everybody and keep those relationships ongoing right so um is there any like negative ramifications you've seen when trying to make stuff there's definitely been like albums that uh people have submitted to us uh and we said yeah we want to do it and then like we didn't release it like i guess according to their time frame and then they'll message us back and be like you know what never mind i don't want to do it with you anymore i've sent it to another label and so i mean right you know i mean it's never like you know we've like got tapes already printed and they're like oh pull the album or anything and then like we're left hanging like that it's never gotten like that far along or yeah but you're working on art you're sending shit back and forth damn that's unfortunate yeah that happens pretty regularly really i mean i don't know maybe we're not the fastest label i guess to release on you know from you know initial email to finished product you know i mean it 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 takes a while i guess and i guess it could go faster if if i were a better person i don't know (laughs) we like to put out like as much as we can as possible and we also have it like all the time, and you know, of course, like if it's if it's fucking rad, you want to put it. Up, I'll tell them, yeah, but it's gonna be like a couple months probably. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, shit happens. 
we we get bogged down all the time in a couple months. Like, I mean, that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you guys put out a lot of tapes. Yeah, I mean, like as we as it stands right now, we have like the next like three months of releases like already lined up. Like we know what we're releasing. So anybody that like sends a submission should know that either we're like rearranging the schedule to fit them in sooner, or they go kind of like towards the end of that list. Yeah, like, it's it's never yeah, like pretty a, well well like in advance like scheduled what we're gonna do we pretty it, much know what we're gonna do yeah it's never like a case where like we're just people or whatever it's like we just have a lot of shit to do so exactly and like um, most people are cool about it yeah some people get all huffy. it happens to me on this podcast too like it's a natural thing i suppose right if you're you know if you if you have that much of a reach and you're gonna be busy because got a lot right. of people and you want to do a lot of cool stuff i have people waiting and but i guess the problem is there's no other interview thing for them to go to so they just have to sit and wait indefinitely yeah and then another aspect of it is like you know obviously and we have to like plan things out you know according to our budget mm-hmm. and like i hate to be like crass but sometimes like we'll have an album that we thought was going to sell like a shitload and then it sells like less than a shitload. And like, that's money that we were kind of like mentally planning on like, okay, that's going to go towards future releases. So like when things sell slower, like then we have to like re up on tape slower and like do the things that we were planning on doing. Mm -hmm. That's, that's so common for small business and like magazine. We're nonprofit. Uh, and we experience stuff like that too sometimes it's like you're not um like you're still subject yeah, to not, uh, being a victim of that sort of we're not non-profit we're what i call negative profit <laughs> it's a new business model that we're trying out where maybe if we just eat all of our costs eventually we'll get full oh, and then the rest of it will yeah yeah we're definitely not in this profit. shit yeah, for the that's, money that's hilarious <laughs> yeah so we're still in the eating phase of that, but we're working it out. <laughs> like, I mean, like sometimes things just, you know, don't work out in an album that was supposed to totally work out. And, you know, we end up, you know, like a bunch of them get lost. And so we have to replace them. And then like, or, you know, we'll put like, you know, someone will have like a discount code. We'll put some on sale. And, like, I don't know if you look at the numbers, like we've definitely come out of pocket for several releases, but I love it. I love all, I stand by all of our releases. They're bitching. We got so many good albums. Goddamn. So many good albums. Your newest one, I'm really glad to have seen sold out from uh, from Tokyo to Honolulu. Yes, correct. From Tokyo to Honolulu. That's a great tape. I freaking missed it. Yeah, sometime you just... Uh, I imagine that at some point uh, there will definitely be some form of a reissue, whether that's a cassette or, you know... No, I don't want to promise something yeah. or anybody. You know, I mean, we would definitely not be opposed to doing a vinyl record of it either. You Sweet. Know? I think that'll Mr. be the Honolulu. only tape of theirs that I don't have. Don't <laughs> 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 yes. you hate that? Mm, I sure do. And I'm glad to see the vinyls are selling out. Pink Ranger and the Playmate one. Yeah, yeah. I think we're I think we're all sold out of all of our vinyls. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I mean, we got like bears of everything. 
just to make sure you know that everything yeah. that we've currently got shipped out arrives you know safely. Yeah, because you never know. I mean, things you know, things get lost all the time. So we get mm -hmm. so there's no telling how many spares we have, but at the moment we got some spares. We got some so, spares. Couple spares. Yeah. I think we the most we have is like six of a couple, and then like nineteen of a couple others. I know how you feel about that missing one tape thing, because I have all the Twin Pines mall tapes except for one, and the guy who put it out keeps promising that he's going to reissue it, but it's been like a year now. If you're listening, Cameron, put that fucking shit out. Put it out. Oh, is it how marketing changed the way we, uh, <laughs> the way we look? <laughs> yeah. That tape that I keep telling you that I've got and that I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you that as soon as I remember to. I'm staring at it right now. In fact, I'm literally now holding it in my hand. Yeah, that's happened to me too. But, you know, I'm still counting on it. I know these people are busy. They have the best of intentions, I hope. Got to give them the benefit of the doubt, right? <clears throat> yeah, it's all good. I just like to fuck with him yeah. about it. You know, there's one specific... Yeah. <laughs> Now's your chance. This is a good looking tape. Yeah. Yeah, there's one thing I really want to repress of, and I'm I had the chance to buy it on Discogs for more than I should have paid. But I said no because they what told me it, it was gonna come out. I don't want to say because if it doesn't come out, then you know, it's kind of unfair. Oh, do you know what would be super funny is you should say it, but then you should bleep it out on the podcast so that no one else can hear it, but I totally can. Yeah, sure. It's It was um, by a dear friend of mine as well, so that's kind of why, too. Oh, that's so sick. I would totally cop a copy. I won't say anything <laughs> to anybody, but you should totally like bleep out everything you said, and then all those fucking nerds get to hear nothing, and I got to really have a good laugh. There you it. go. Maybe just don't tweet about it. Yeah, bro. I won't tweet about it. No, but uh, that no, we won't. I, I'll, you know, I'll keep that on the in the back pocket. Cool. Appreciate it. I'm actually uploading our new release to Bandcamp right now as we speak. Oh shit! Which one is it? Can you tell me what style of music it is? No, because I haven't listened to it. But Jason has, and he knows how sick it is. Sweet, Jason, how? <laughs> tell the man how it sounds. Oh yeah, yeah, it's fucking red. Polyglot. Yeah, Polyglot. Is that the artist? Yeah, have you not heard of them? I don't. Um, we follow them on Twitter and have for quite At some time. I don't, so. I don't know a ton. And, and he's been like super fucking patient. Cool. Yeah, very patient. It's, it's been supposed to come out for like six months. And he's, I mean, he keeps emailing like, when's this coming out, dude? Don't worry. Yeah, it's coming out today is the answer. It's coming out right the fuck now. Yeah, that's a good album. Well, that's cool because maybe I'll, if you want, I can tweet about it or we can get the magazine to tweet about it because this episode comes out tomorrow. Yeah, that would be sick. All right, let me write that down. Isn't it called Comfort Couch? How do I spell it? It's P-O-L-Y. Yeah, the album is called Comfort Couch. G-L-O-T. And he has it typeset like a funky way. So okay, like... I'll just look it up. So what kind of vaporwave do you guys like? Do you have any favorite artists, favorite releases, um, or favorite, you know, tapes that you cherish quite a bit? Um, yeah, one of my favorite tapes is Drown by Waterfront Dining. It came out on Naughty Night. Uh, Jason gave me that cassette. I have played it to nearly death. <laughs> uh, it is 
so good um yeah waterfront dining is the man um i've arcadia campus virtual tour i've got two copies of that cassette i've got an original uh original well actually i don't know if it was an original i've got a green one and then i've got like the new one that he did like this past year that's an amazing freaking tape. i have both of those as well if you haven't yeah, heard that record yeah. guys actually i saw pacific plaza tweet about it today uh the Arc- Virtua Arcadia. Dude, I really think that it would make an incredible vinyl record, but uh, I can't remember. Somebody told me that they didn't think that it was well-suited to vinyl. I don't know. Mm. I think it would go well on a mini-disc. It totally would. We have not uh, expanded into mini-disc. It would be so fucking cool on a mini-disc, yeah. actually. Somebody needs to do that. That's not really like I, something that we've taken on. Like We kind of already have a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Got VHS too. I don't know if we want to get in a mini, but the mini. Also, I don't have a mini disc player. I'll try and I'll try and plant a seed with a couple labels. I know. Yeah, because that would be dope. I definitely grab that. Coruspect could handle it so well. I was thinking Coruspect or Allo City. Allo City does really great stuff too. I don't know, Jason. Jason, what? Uh, I'm sure you have some releases from them. I'm not sure that I personally do. Allo City Records or mini discs. They're they're cool. And that, but that record just has a, the perfect a- aesthetic for it. It's a yeah virtual tour, really cool mini on disc, a disc, digital, uh, bro. Okay. So, do you have any, like I was saying, favorite artists or tapes, uh, Jason? Yeah, I'm actually looking through. I got like three hundred, but uh, nice. um, Jason's got. You know, I, I got three here. Um, Toyo Harakaman. It's called. Uh, Nakano Botanical Gardens. It's a dope tape. Um, the Shenmue tape that uh, DDS did. I don't know what it's called. It's something online. Oh yeah. It's fucking my favorite tape. Like all time favorite tape is um, Paragon. Ooh, Paragon. I don't hear people talk about him often. He's great though. I have like six of his tapes. Paragon yeah. sick. Yeah. Um, before we quit talking about my incredible cassette collection, I also do want to shout out, uh, Blue Screen. I have like six of his cassettes. He always does it well. Uh, Twin Pine Small, I got like five or six of his. Sophista Surf. Um, Sorry, Caven say it. Sophista Surf by Twin Pine. That's a sick album. Fucking tongue twister. Mm. Twin Pine Small, yeah, Sophista Surf. It was on, uh, uh, Power Lunch, right? Yeah. We're uh, we're doing a written interview with him soon. I think that's going to be really exciting. I have a lot of a lot of questions for him. Hell yeah! True, uh, true gangsta in the scene, Twin Pines Mall. Yes, he is. Uh, he is a super cool dude. I thought you were talking about uh, Matt that you were doing an interview with. Oh, that was before Matt. Yeah, the dude who runs Power Lunch. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of people like him. hate on him, but he's a pretty cool fucking dude. I like. I've actually met. I played a show with him. Oh, sick! Really? Yeah, at uh, uh, South by Southwest. Fuck yeah! What, uh, like you you DJed together, I suppose, or or you just both played at that show? Yeah, it was it was like a, what well, was like a oh, yeah. between me and him. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I saw the uh, I saw the YouTube videos of it. It's sweet. I wish I could have been there. Oh shit! Fucking, I'm gonna uh, look that up. FM Skyline was there. 
Dope nice. Dude. Yes, he He's was. a great DJ for sure. What are your favorite ways to enjoy Vaporwave? <laughs> cassette? Sounds like cassette for you, Austin, but I don't know. Vinyl? Floppy? I love those floppies. Um, I mean, actually, I enjoy um, all of them. I've got, uh, I don't want to brag, but I have a real sweet cassette deck set up in my living room. It's beautiful. Move closer. Uh, I like to sit with my back straight. <laughs> what I was saying was I have a, I, I really like listening to my cassettes. I listen to at least a few tapes every day, but I also really love all my records. I've got probably a dozen vapor records so far and probably 60 regular regular records for normies and um i actually uh my 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 floppy disk player like it plugs into my car and i can listen to all of my floppies in my car it's pretty sick and then i have uh this like three ring binder with these special sleeves that are made for holding floppy disks and so i keep that in there i got like 20 floppies or so rip strudel soft he should have he should have sold it to vape error yeah did you see did you see vape Air's thing the other day no. like um uh, attention other labels like i'm a trying i'm buying your labels i'll buy your labels for cash dm for offers jesus christ like he's trying to be like a like the vaporwave conglomerate yeah. i don't know if it was serious or not i don't know i don't know the guy that well yeah that seems like a joke but i don't know he could be serious but that's so sad about he's been, he's like I remember him like talking about that like a shitload. Though. He's been talking about yeah. like I feel like for months like, wanting to consolidate like labor. Mm-hmm. He is a he's an industrial Yeah, fella. like he could pull it off I think if he wanted to actually if he wanted to do that. So all I'm saying is that like three labels have shut their doors in like the past month and they all should have sold their shit to Vaporware. Oh, Vaporware still can. plus 100. Well, I, yeah, I saw Lucid Shores closed today too. Yeah, that's so fucking sad. I loved Lucid Shores. That is, yeah, that they were was, probably uh, my favorite. That was a bummer to see. Jason actually had an album planned to release with them that oh, is no. now going to have to be rehomed. Yeah, and I was really sad to see Fantasy Deluxe go. I really, really yeah. loved their stuff. I never got to interview them. I've like I asked them like the day before they they announced that they were closing. Yeah, I was I had been like like working up my courage to hopefully like maybe one day like have the have the courage to go and ask them like hey you 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 guys want to like collab on maybe like a record or something like you know maybe cuz I mean they did like exclusively cassettes and maybe they would want to do one of their like back catalog releases with us on like mm-hmm. vinyl or something and I never asked them. So damn. You know. That sucks. I wasn't meant to they be. They were probably my favorite label at the time. God, they have D- some Didn't they put out Arcadia artwork. Virtual Campus Tour? Yes, they did. Yeah, yes, right. they did. That's they right. also put out uh, Seasonal Depression, several video fashion yeah. Uh, tapes. Um, yeah. Dang. Yeah, they definitely had some really solid uh, artistic design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, let's. I want to have a... Uh, it makes me sad, man. I love Strudelsoft. I was saying today on Twitter, on Instagram... Actually, found out yesterday he was gonna close it up. But Strudel yeah, Soft alone, he is the reason Vapor Floppies are, went legitimate. I think. I don't know if you guys put one out before him or what, but I think as soon as he released cryptocurrency, and then he started pumping them out. It's a Vaporwave 
it's a floppy only label where he really took the extra attention to, to detail and you know he sent out so many extra copies because it's so easy to claim that your you didn't get your floppy right because there's no insurance so it's like you know how you know what at what point does the percentage of people that actually get their say they get their floppies become low enough where you you know it starts to become sort of a problem so I imagine he was going through something like that and fuck I'm gonna miss it I did see Wizard of Loneliness reached out to him though to maybe yeah I was really excited I saw him say something about maybe Halcyon Halcyon that would be so cool yeah yeah um uh as as far as i'm aware i think that there were some artists and labels that had done floppy releases previous to strudel soft um none that i can name you off the top of my head oh enelope i think had done some floppy work actually yeah um enelope is cool but i would definitely say that uh sterling starting strudel soft is definitely what like started the started the, the 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 bloom the blossom of like a lot of other labels doing it and it becoming like you know I, almost like a staple more like maybe even more so than a fad. I mean I don't know now with Strudelsoft gone I don't know if it'll stick around. We definitely released a few um, and it was after Strudelsoft came around. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, they did pretty we, well. Um, yeah, it was um, definitely a, it was a lot of fun. It was very interesting, you know. Uh, it was fun to do. Um, uh, for me, I just couldn't reliably source like uh, like Strudelsoft. He got um, a ton of his floppies. Like he got, I don't know, like he got like word out. Like people were like sending him all their floppies and stuff. Like we only ever uh, um, bought like new old stock on eBay, and I was just starting to run out of like you know, viable, like big ass, lots of floppies that were the colors that I wanted to do. And I didn't really want to just do like random ass colors. I kind of wanted, I kind of had like a specific vision for it. So we're kind of like, not really, I'll tell you who it was. I think, I think it was a quip. Did a quip release like a sick fucking flock. He did a nice J card. He did. It was fucking beautiful. It was the synthetic. um, See, I saw that and I didn't want to release any more floppies until I could bring a product to the table. That was like on par with that. I saw that (laughs) synthetic. Yes. I remember it was on floppy disc and it had a beautiful J. So we've got a bunch of uh, cases like jewel cases for floppy disc. And I'm just waiting until I can figure out the perfect release for it. Nice. Um, So, yeah, so I don't know. I just, when I saw that, I didn't want to do anything else until I could bring something like that Mm -hmm. to the table. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He really pushed the envelope with that one. If you haven't heard that record, synthetic core 88 by equip freaking amazing record. He's playing at a hundred percent electronicon. Check him out. There's still vinyl available of that record on his band camp, so pick it up. 22, he seems like left. such a nice guy. I hope he I hope he smokes weed with me at Electronica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he will. Did you see the music video he put out? No, uh-uh. Oh, it's fire. It's so good. He's like, I love his character. All right, maybe that's dude, just Dude, he's like him. hella talented. Yeah, he's funniest dude. Oh, man, I love him. I can't wait to meet him. Maybe we'll get an interview. Hey, I, Who knows? Yeah, Equip is is great. Um, are both of you going to Electronicon? Yeah, uh, we were gonna be, uh, but shit. plans change and scheduling and shit. Okay, it wasn't because you didn't get a ticket. Yeah, I had something come up 
Well, it was actually planned out sort of like it was a cottage weekend getaway with my friends uh, that weekend, and I'm hell yeah, I'm canceling on them to come down. Yeah, to I still New need to York get my plane ticket. Days. I'm going to look on Expedia right now. Yeah, you should probably do that. <laughs> nice. So which release would you say on the on your, you know, huge catalog took the most work or something that was, you know, maybe had a few obstacles you had to overcome along the journey or it was just challenging to um, to get made? Also, how did you go about the vinyls? Cuz that was your, you know, you kind of dove into them without any experience with the euphoria record and it did really well um yeah well we just found a uh a manufacturer online that you know um was willing to press the sort of quantities that we were able to work with which is a very low quantity uh most uh pressers you know were the minimum was like 300 or 500 units and Believe it or not, uh, we are not quite to the point of selling three to five hundred units at a time. Yeah. Uh, yet. Um, so uh, we found it. Yeah. So we found a manufacturer who was. Uh, edit this so it sounds like our dicks are bigger. Say that I found a vinyl manufacturer <laughs> who was willing to work with how badass we are. Can you shout that vinyl producer out? No, because then everybody else is going to use them, and then they'll gain our secrets. Ooh, too. I'm just kidding. It's Sunpress Vinyl in Miami. I shout them out because they do incredible work. Uh, Dan Yashiv is the owner, and we work directly with him um, for all of our releases. And they, yeah, they just they do uh, excellent work. That's Sunpress Vinyl in Miami, Florida, and they are damn good. Awesome. That's great to hear. Vapor vinyl is a complicated thing. Yeah, it's um sort of a no question. He's he's never really asked us anything. I don't think he knows what Vaporwave is at all. Like every time we send him oh, an yeah. album, he's like, "Hey, uh this sounds like oddly slow. Is it supposed to sound like this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, don't worry. It's supposed yeah. to sound that way." And it, <laughs> and then he'll be like, okay, I know you said that it's supposed to, but I listened and it still sounds kind of weird to me. And I'm like, no, man, <laughs> trust me. It's fucking cool. We like it like that. Yeah. It's hip. Okay. Figure it out. So, like, I don't know. Like, I, uh, there's obviously, I guess, copyright concerns when, uh, doing anything, you know, sort of sample based or vaporwave related. And, uh, we have not ever been asked uh, about anything like that, and I'm not, that's all I've got to say about that. So, <laughs> yeah, it's all just you know while it lasts, you know, and before we all go to prison. Yep. <laughs> well, vaporwave is using less samples as we kind of venture into twenty twenty nineteen. So that's good. That's a modern family reference, and it's the sound of me trying to fast forward you. I did. I, uh, I heard. I knew the sound. It's. 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 I don't know. I mean, sample based. I mean, non-sampled stuff is cool, but like, I don't know. I just. We obviously at golf tend to be a lot more sample heavy. Yeah. 
but you know it's all good it's all beautiful <laughs> different strokes for different folks yeah exactly i don't i mean there's it's literally like you can't get rid of sample based music if there is like a big like shutdown or whatever people just have to be more careful about what they sample and how they sample it exactly but um, fuck you to anybody who thinks that sample based anything can be done away with yeah, well, it won't be and it can't be and they're not going to be able to enforce it like it's, it's, well, it's just you know people you, you maybe can't, i can't, can't sample the whole culture bitch, but right yeah you can't you can't do it yeah you ever see that film r.i.p remix manifesto no oh check that out that's a great film it's from like 2010 maybe earlier is it on netflix i i doubt it i can, I can is send it on it, hulu it r.i.p remix no, it's like an indie film, sort of. Oh, it's on it... YouTube. Hell yeah, I'll find it on There's that YouTube. There's a bunch YouTube. of links on YouTube, actually. Cool. Yeah, that's a great film by, I think it's by Girl Talk. You ever heard of that artist, Girl Talk? Yes, I have heard of Girl Talk. Yeah. So if you like Girl Talk, you know anything about that shit, check it out. R.I.P. Remix Manifesto. Uh, did you have anything to say, Jason? Sorry, I feel like I haven't heard from you. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just chilling, <laughs> listening. Just some stuff, man. You know, what is vaporwave to you guys? Samples. And what does it mean? What is it? <laughs> Slowed down samples. They're chopped up. It's not really deep um, to me. I don't, I don't like. I mean, yeah, like the corporate whatever shit it's like cool but it's it's pretty much just about music to me yeah yeah um i'm definitely like most interested i would say in like the music like the the technical like musical aspect of it more so than like you know necessarily like the aesthetic or like the anti-capitalist this or that i mean you know not to say that that shit's not valid or doesn't exist but like I don't know. I mm -hmm. mean, like, for me, it's like, I like basically something like, imagine like a mixtape that in the, like, back in, back in the day when old timers would make mixtapes for their friends and significant others and pass them around with, like, specially yeah. designed J cards. Like, that's what we do, but just on, like, a more, like, refined level. Like, it's mm -hmm. like, these are like, these are like specially curated mixtapes that we're giving out to our friends with like sick ass fucking artwork and like no credit to the, you know, original source of the sample or whatever, because it's not about that. It's about the mixtape. We're like mixtape, like curationists and like, yeah. you know, the, the aesthetic is cool. The visuals are cool, but like, we don't get much deeper into it than like, you know, like we're not anti-capitalists. We're selling tapes, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, well, that's kind of how Vaporwave started, right? It's like repurposing media just so you could yeah what say i like is an album that like people. you can take samples from all sorts of different sources but then blend it into a cohesive like a product which i i feel like it's just like the same kind of thing people do with like mixtapes like you know you know they would get like you know people get creative and record like oh here's another track for you honey or whatever like, yeah scenes and shit like you know the soundcloud scene yeah it's like that's what we're doing just you know on a, like a more digitally enabled level like you know if those people in you know the 80s you know and what have you had like readily available fucking photoshop and you know color prints for you know 40 cents and shit like imagine you know that they could have you know an email you know shit like 
it's digitally enabled like sick ass mixtapes. Mm-hmm. That's a great soundbite. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm full of them. Full of them. Well, move closer to that mic so we can hear them. I'm I'm gonna get so close to it. Gross. Perfect. <laughs> so if I were to ask you you guys what your favorite thing about vaporwave is you'd probably say the production and the tape because i'm i'm one of those old timers yeah i love the like the tape exchange and like the collector the collection aspect of it i have a big collection jason has a really big collection you know we love collecting Mm -hmm. the cassettes and making them yeah and making them (laughs) so where did the name golf audio co come from yeah, we both have extended family from like the the Gulf Shores area in Alabama. Both been okay. down there a lot visiting family. Um, oh damn! Yeah, so it's 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 in it's in the blood. It's in the bloodline. Yeah, and um, I don't know. It didn't hurt that you know Gulf Oil Company comes with a whole host of imagery and artwork that we're able to sample from and 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 incorporate too. So I mean, like that's like an obvious like leg up as far as far as like visibility and recognition it's like oh yeah, yeah. we both got roots in alabama my, my great grandpa owned a gulf gas station yeah he's from uh he's from uh loxley alabama and your family was from baymanette yeah it's like wow. it's like 15 minutes uh, apart <laughs> i would always drive through baymanette going to go visit my dad's uh family down there yeah such a small world yeah, so I mean, I don't know. It seemed natural. Um, as soon, I mean, we, you know, we had a lot of ideas, none of which I can remember. I think a lot of them centered around also the University of Alabama and uh, Crimson Tide, the football team. Mm. Um, yeah, absolutely, Roll Tide. Um, you know, you don't just accidentally win more Super Bowls than fucking anybody else who ever played the game. <laughs> but you know, that's yeah. whatever. Not Super Bowls, national championships, but you know what I mean. But, um, so I don't know. Yeah, we had like other ideas, but Golf Audio Company is just what stuck and we, we were into it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just something that's deeply ingrained. I think Austin's dad is from, isn't your dad from a town that's like 10 miles from where mine? Oh, actually, you know what? This will be fun. Check this out. The other day, just on a whim, I was kind of thinking that it would be kind of fun to do like a, like a subsidiary label, like it would still be ours, you know, but just like us. And that's not to say even that we will, because we haven't even fully discussed it. Are you guys still there? I feel like I lost audio. Okay, so we discussed it briefly, but the point is we discussed a a subsidiary label called Newport Audio Company, because that's the local beach, like here where I live, or one of them is Newport Beach. Oh, perfect. And so I... And so I made a Twitter called Newport Audio Company because mm-hmm. I thought it would be hilarious just to have a second label just that's literally just Newport Audio Company. Mm-hmm. But I, So I made a Twitter, and I didn't do anything to the Twitter. I didn't follow anybody, and nobody follows it. So I'm just going to mention So that Twitter exists, and we may or may not ever do a Newport Audio Company. I don't know why we would, but, you know, mm-hmm. it was just a an inkling thought that I had. Yeah. And that's Newport Audio Co. on Twitter or Newport Audio Company? I don't remember. They're going to have to dig a little bit. They're going to have to dig. 
<laughs> and I mean, I figured that that would be pretty like, I don't know, it would be fun because Newport cigarettes have such a wealth of like, you know, design and graphic imagery that we can pull from for, you know, immediate brand recognition. Right. That's that crossover between you know, yeah. Newport Beach and the Newport cigarettes. Double entendre. Double entendre. Oh, even with just the beach, Some folks there's, a, there's a shitload there. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That doesn't even exist yet, but I did make the Twitter just to make sure that we had that locked in. Locking in. So what's your, what are your favorite kinds of vaporwave for each of you? Maybe Jason, you can answer first. Uh, yeah. Mall soft, fucking Vapor signal fun. wave, whatever. I do. I, I like slush wave a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, and then just like, yeah, and pretty much just like classic style. Oh yeah. There's a fucking, there's so much classic style vaporwave. I love it. Oh God. Some, some bikes and shit. Whipping. And so many old like classic style comps too. It's like I keep, I just keep digging and digging and digging. And I feel like I'm, I've heard most of it now. Like, you know, 2015 shit. 2014, 2015, 2013 even a little bit. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's just so nice to never – because, you know, it's like you, people say you take that hit of crack and you never have the same feeling. So I'm, like, trying to chase – He's chasing the vapor dragon. What it felt like when, when – yeah, when I first heard, like, Telepath or Desert Sand. I guess Desert Sand's pretty new, but he has a really – I like the Desert Sands. He kind of – you know how you kind of go in phases with shit? Oh yeah, I'll go in Mall Soft to Utopian Virtual to Classic Style and Slush Wave. So when Desert Sand came out, I was like, "Oh yes, I needed that." Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hell yeah, Desert mm-hmm. Sand. De- yeah, he's definitely he's definitely a talented guy. He was on our um, Halloween compilation this past year, uh, the 2018 um, Trash Ghost Presents Vapor Wave. Rise from your vapor grave. Some it was a long ass title, but um, we, yeah, we had uh, that was the only time that we've ever had any sort of. I don't remember what my thought was, but yeah, desert sand feels warm at night. Yeah, he was on there. Uh, Fermin was on there. Compilation. That's good shit. Yeah, he actually. I might use this opportunity to reveal that I'm doing vocals on his new record or his new single. I don't nice. Know. Very cool. Yeah. I'm fucking stoked. That'll be very interesting to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sampled. I think he sampled it, but he's putting in my vocals on the sample. So hell yeah, that sounds it's cool. Gonna be, it's gonna be cool. We'll see if I like you know if it turns out to be good. Maybe I'll do some more of that sort of stuff because I imagine there's a lot of people that want you know real vocals on their vaporwave. It's something I said fucking a year ago on this podcast, or maybe not a year ago. God damn sirens! I'm talking. Hey, cut it out. All right, hold on. That's a loud one. I've said this before on here, but if, just in case people don't know or didn't hear that, I keep my windows open in the summer because I don't pay for air conditioning, and it actually works out pretty well. It doesn't get too hot in here, so in the summer it's going to be rough listening to these podcasts because there's the sirens and stuff. But, yeah, so we'll see if I do any more vocals. I don't know, but it was a lot of fun. What do you guys like to do in your free time? Like, what's your, I always ask on this show, what's your ideal Sunday? If you had a whole day off, what would you do? Probably just sit or 
if I'm not <clears throat> if I'm not making music, I'm watching movies or playing Street Fighter or doing something with my kids. Oh, nice! I didn't know you were a father. That's awesome. Street Fighter. I love that you love Street Fighter. We gotta play sometime. Gotta show me the moves. I'm sad they never brought DiCaprio back. You got you got a PS4? No, PC. But is there crossplay? I don't think so. But shit, because Rocket League does crossplay. You know, my favorite game is um, Marvel versus Two. I've been trying to f- nice. Yeah, two. And I've been trying to find a way to play that on computers. So we can figure that out. We can play that. Uh, yeah, there's a thing called. Um, uh, well, if we can't do it over Fightcade, I think we can just do it over Fightcade. Uh, that's like a a program that they use to bridge yeah. people's connections to make it seem like they're in one on one network, sort of, or in one lobby, and then you can just pick a person out of that chat room for that game, and then just challenge them. But there's another game or another program I was talking about on the show recently called Parsec. P-A-R-S-E-C. And it's basically like... There's a, there's a fly near me. Goddamn. Uh, there's a, basically like you just download it and you can join yeah. multiplayer games with people. So instead of having to know someone to play with you, like Cuphead, for, for example. You guys know Cuphead? Yeah, I'm familiar with it. There's multiplayer in that game, but not everyone wants to play Cuphead. So I'm like, uh, I want to play Cuphead, but now my friend want to play <laughs> but you can use this program Parsec to to like broadcast that you want to play Cuphead, and you just click. Yeah, that's it's like dope. you can show how many players you want to play with or whatever. You just click join on the thumbnail for the game that you want to play. You can also do like Smash Bros Melee or Sonic Adventure Battle Two, or whatever. There's people throwing up games for everything, so check that out. Oh look, there's a guy named Fiber. <laughs> Maybe he's playing, but yeah, Street Fighter. I'll, I'll if we'll we'll figure out some fighting game stuff soon. Um, and yeah, what about you, uh, Danger Falcon, nineteen eighty nine? That's my name. Don't wear it out. Um, I like to play Fortnite. Uh, I fucking suck at Fortnite so bad. It's like almost not even fun, but something keeps bringing me back to it and i keep playing it for some reason so i like fortnite's interesting i like the it's like colors. sorry to interrupt yeah yeah fortnite's really neat because like we've it's been around for a year or so now and we've seen other games you know it's a stolen recipe obviously from arma i think um daisy but that recipe's been copied over and over so no one really like owns it anymore i guess PUBG came out fortnite then we had Apex. We had a, we had a couple others too, but we had Apex Legends come out, and that actually on Twitch got more viewers than Fortnite for once. It was like the first game to overtake it, apart from like League of Legends maybe sometimes. But that was really interesting to me. I was like, okay, hey, what is what's happening here? Where people are playing Apex more than Fortnite? And now if we look back, no one's fucking playing Apex compared to Fortnite. So it's a really interesting case study, sort of if you think about it. What is Fortnite doing that keeps bringing people back? And you know what? If I don't play it, but if you do, you can probably answer that. Like if you play it a lot, and that's how much fucking updates they put in that game. 
Like, isn't there a new mode where you're like run around in hamster balls or something? Uh, there's like a new mode like every couple weeks. There's like updates like every couple days. Like it's constantly they keep you on your toes. Like I said, like I like like I like crazy suck. Like I'll play suck. for like three hours and won't even get like a single kill. I know the feeling. Like it's not even fun to play with me. It's embarrassing. Shit, that's bad. No, it's bro. real bad. Like I just suck. <laughs> But I just I, I, the guns are hard to shoot in that. They're game. so hard to shoot. Like I can't aim for shit. I just want to get a headshot. Yeah, right? like I can't like I can't play that game at all. But I just keep playing it. I don't know. Like for me, I figured out what it is. For me, it's the perfect storm of a. It's free. B. It's like there's a shitload of people online playing it all the time. So, uh, so I mean, like you know, I mean, like you know, there's other games that you know are out there but ne not necessarily like as much many people on the servers at all the time all the time and it and it yeah. runs on my computer which is a feat like my computer doesn't run a lot but it'll run Fortnite. so mm -hmm. i guess according to your upbringing you you won't be able to upgrade until a, to a better computer until what 2025 something like that right? uh, probably when they start embedding them in brains yeah then then you'll get uh you'll get a, a 1060 or something yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'll be able to play the new Mortal Kombat in about. Uh, you cut out. When will you be able to play the? New I said Mortal I'll Kombat? be able to play. I'll be able to play the new Mortal Kombat in about six years. All right, I'll be in the lobby waiting. That's actually. I just had a thought. I'm sorry to go on a tangent here, but what's scary to me about multiplayer games is how fucking how many amazing games there are out there that are multiplayer, and how many of them are dead because there's no server. Because the pe company moved on to their next game. Yeah, and like all, Jedi. All the people like, moved on. Yes, Jedi, Jedi exactly. Academy 2 is like yeah. such a good game. That's a perfect example. Like, and the server is dead. Yeah. And the, like, if even if there's private servers, it's not really advertised. People don't know to go and do that. So, like, all these amazing experiences we have where we like have memories playing these games with people and going into this virtual world where we like actually remember that shit like world of warcraft i remember that shit so well from vanilla like when it first came out it's been like 15 freaking a long time and i still remember going there because i was so like immersed in it with my friends and that's the same with all these other games too but you can't go back to those places that you like Maybe you grew up in almost, you know, isn't that kind of like sad, scary and weird? Yeah. And all the, all the stuff you built in those servers is gone. What was the game that you could get into the, you could like call down as a shooter. Titanfall. Yeah. Titanfall. Yeah. I used to play this and then the second one came out and then, uh, there was like hardly and the other servers for the first one just died out. Yeah, there was like, didn't like I think there was some drama with that game or something where people didn't trust the devs or something. I forget the story, but I remember people freaking out about Titanfall 1. It was amazing. Oh, it was really expensive, wasn't it? The game? No. Well, At the it was, time. It was, a cheap, yeah. it was a cheap game. I think I bought it off of the, like from the, was it? whatever, bought off the digital. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Well, it was like 10 bucks or some shit. Like G2A or something? No, I used to play Steam. it on an Xbox. Yeah. <clears throat> but when nice. the second one came, everybody hated it. Oh, okay. 
And then I, I guess it just, the whole thing just died. It's been like five years since mm -hmm. I, I haven't played anything really other than Street Fighter since then. I don't like Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah, I still have it installed. Hey. Titanfall 2. Just waiting. One day I'll be able to play that. Because I never played the first one. And I'm like, alright, second one came out. It was I free too, I think, the, the second, second one. one too. And I was like, alright, let's do it. And no one's playing. No one has. Um, badass game. Yeah, like, what What happened? It could have been. And that that's the thing. Like, maybe it was other games. Yes, sir. Compete. I, I don't know. If you know... Tweet, tweet us the answers on Twitter. Why do? Hey, Jason. Oh, go go ahead. Oh, sorry, I just got to interrupt real quick here. Um. Uh. Never mind. I just found it. I was about to ask if uh, putting like the about album and the credits and shit for the Polyglot album, but I just found all that shit. We're so, documenting um, vaporwave posts production <laughs> whatever yeah you guys are literally hearing vaporwave being fucking Ascended. like you know released right, right here, here in the now this is how it fucking happens this is how we do it speaking of working with other artists material do you have any advice or tips for any aspiring artists that would want to get their music on a label like yours well they should definitely submit to us first so that we can see if we want it before any other <laughs> label yeah uh <laughs> Apart from that, um, that's definitely a pro tip. Pro tips. Um, um, okay, this is like actually some serious advice. So, like, legit, like, up. if of you want to submit to a label, take notes. And even if you've been submitting to labels, like, probably fucking take notes because most of you are doing it wrong. Like, the best, the best way, like, imagine this just imagine a zip folder, like, or a Dropbox or whatever, but imagine a folder that contains your album with your artist name written the way you want it and the album title written the way you want it, all of the track listings, what you want for about this album, what you want for the album credits. Again, I say all the fucking track titles on there. Um, and then it's super helpful if you send it to us in like, like if you know that we're doing like a cassette or a record, sending us a side A wave and a side B wave is super fucking crucial. Like that's awesome. Like it saves me like, seven minutes that like, at least i could totally use like don't so like i don't know like and then like send like the 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 like and then ask us like like again like if you know you're getting a cassette like then have the j card already made and then make sure that it isn't like oh i remember the j cards are basically shaped like this use this <laughs> like do it to the yeah. to the template do it dimensions to the template. guys please like like I got a shout out uh, from Tokyo to Honolulu had one of the most like thorough and like well laid out like album submission packages we've ever received. It was such yes him uh, he's up there waterfront dining but I mean he's a pro like he like has been around and knows exactly what the fuck he's doing. Waterfront dining sends a beautiful package uh, from Tokyo to Honolulu does an excellent job. Polyglot, I'm looking through his stuff right now, did an excellent job arranging that's stuff. That's a great point. I don't but know like, if that's something I'm everybody not... thinks about. I, w I just want to send you fucking Dank Beats 4 Final, bro, okay? Like, I guarantee you that if you send me a link to your SoundCloud, like, it's going to have to literally, like, <laughs> knock my fucking head off for me to even respond to your email. Yeah. Like, nine times out of ten, like, I don't even click on them. Jason clicks on them and says... 
But I do remember there is one artist who did legit just send us a link on SoundCloud, and I did click on it, and I listened to it, and I was like, holy shit, this is the fucking heat. Nice. I'm glad I clicked on it. And I had to I had to fucking tease the files out of him. He's like, download it from SoundCloud. I'm like, fuck no, dude, yeah. just send it to me. He's like, all right. And I'm not going to say who it was because I don't yeah. want to put anyone on blast in a negative light. But, I mean, like, on the bright side, like, his album did yeah. fucking kick ass. And then I will go ahead, since I'm not mentioning who this is, the album cover, like, has to be good. Like, fucking a weak-ass album cover. Just get the <laughs> fuck out of here with weak-ass album cover. Like, we get weak-ass album covers all the time, and it's like, we're going to change this. We're going to have to come up with a different album mm -hmm. cover. So I imagine that if people have their album art ready uh, based on their liking what they've made and being happy with it and wanting that to be it. But I just want to add a little bit of room there for can people approach you with amazing music, even if they don't know what their album art's going to be or they need some help with it? Definitely. Definitely. We have uh, definitely put out albums that like had no art associated. Mm -hmm. Here's some audio. And then we, just yeah, I've actually heard from some people that you've been a great help in uh creating the album art so sometimes so props to you guys for lending that helping hand and having that keen aesthetic eye i feel like we generally do okay did you make the fuji one yeah i designed Dang. that yeah i designed yeah, yeah that's an example he said he just i designed both of the the fuji album uh so far sick I wonder if that's an indication of why they there sell was so one much. album up, that uh, there's one album that I designed the art for and I was super proud of it. It was incredible. And then for reasons that I won't get into, that album is no longer hosted on our bandcamp and we took it down like it's gone. Um, Pizza? No, uh, it was ex like it was somebody doing the exact same oh, yeah. thing though. It wasn't him. But I had designed the album because um, PZA always did his own. Damn, what a waste of your time, you know? P pouring your heart into, into yeah, that Yeah, it was like, yo, like, th there's sampling and then there's, like, our our peers. Like, you can't take from other Vaporwave artists and sample another. Yeah. But whatever. Like, so, I mean, I don't know. I can't be the harbinger of all Vaporwave. Yeah. Like, I don't know every track ever released. So I didn't recognize it. I was like, yeah, this is sick. And then somebody emailed us about it. So we took it down. But um, I designed the album artwork for that, and I thought it was incredible. And now I can't fucking use it because everyone's going to be like, hey, wasn't that the album artwork for that other album? Fuck. Sorry for, for swearing. Yeah, it was beautiful. Damn though. it, that sucks. Yeah, I just I saw a really wicked album, and I was like, dude, this is some killer shit. Put on the first song, I'm like, damn, that's fucking fire. Love it. Second song, legit uh, Sade ripoff of Kiss of Life. You know, Kiss of Life by Sade. Oh, yeah. You gave yeah, me I know, I know kiss Shade. of my, sorry, my beautiful fiance playmate just got home with a case of Rolling Rock. So I am. Um, yeah, do it shit. up. But yeah, the second song on the record was literally just the intro over and over again. And I was like, come on, man. And I think that that's a thing when you like I, I'm friends with a lot of very serious vaporwave people and they know every fucking sample of every goddamn song ever made on this planet. So they're very critical, and I kind of have a window into that, and they're always telling me, like, yo, that's sampled by that, that's sampled here, yo, they didn't even change that. And I'm like, god damn it, I can't like anything, <laughs> you know? Oh, I mean, like, yeah, we're super, like, not, like, 
hung up on like sampling like in that way like you can sample something that's been sampled like a hundred times and if you do it well we'll still put it out like even if it's something that somebody else sampled like elsewhere on our label we'll put out like a different edit of it we've done that several times oh okay that's interesting so i mean like we're not like we like you know i know a lot of artists are like no you can't sample that i sampled that we we don't really worry about that at golf yeah same yeah we're, we're it's like it's like it's okay, like who, so, who can mean, use that sample one person better can't have the, should be challenging you making you yeah. be more creative like you said you know you just have to be more interesting like you said if the sample police come after you people are just gonna have to try harder at sampling that's kind of what we need almost like you know not taking that surface level common denominator well, i don't know i mean like i just like i don't I, i'm sure that there's like I'm sure that there's like shitty albums that get released, but I just don't hear them. Like, I mean, people say like, we need, you know, to get rid of all these like low effort albums where people just, you know, slow down a whole song. I don't hear those albums. I don't listen to them. I listen to the there good go. shit. I listen to Gulf Audio. You gotta stop worrying you know? about the non, non, um, this, what's the word? Super, superfluous? Superficial. Super, yeah. Superficial. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't see any reason to like weed out like what, people consider like inferior producers like fuck it like let I them like produce. your attitude yo. like they're, if they're not if they're not putting out a good product they're not going to get anywhere so i mean like people who get bent out of shape about that or i guess i don't know insecure or about their own product like, i don't know yeah like, if it's good it'll if it's good it'll work and if it's not good it's not gonna yeah unless it's from our peers don't do it yeah <laughs> no like i mean use sense like common sense but i mean like yeah you know, like, oh, you know, I actually sampled Edie Brickell, uh Circle, and now you can't sample that same song from the Smash album, whatever mm. the album was called. Rubber, shooting Rubber Bands at the Stars, actually. Just write that down. It's a good album. Yeah, yeah great, great tangent. <laughs> Bro, I can, I, can, I can stir up a tangent. Stir it up. I wish I could talk as good as him. I can yeah, like invent and just can't get it to come out of my mouth. Yeah, like the way he does. <laughs> or, and that's what he meant when he asked you to answer that question first, because he knew that if he just handed it to me, I would swallow it <laughs> whole. No, I just uh, I like I want to give room for everybody. Yeah, you're you're a really good typer. You're really good at typing <laughs> it out. And I'm joking and when I said I'm a good talker. I'm just a good rambler. You guys ready to release this album live on the air? It's not going to be live. It's live on the recording. It's live on the air. Just released it. <laughs> oh, you did You did release it. Well, Comfort Couch, Polyglot. First edition cassette. Yeah. Number eight. It's out there. Eight, do- eight dollars. Okay, now let me listen to it, though, first before I buy it. <laughs> uh, and I hope it doesn't sell out in my cart. Yeah, bro, you got you can't listen to you're not allowed to listen to the album before you buy it. You got to buy it before someone puts the other thirty four in their cart right now. That's vaporwave for you. I discovered how Bandcamp works, and I said this on a different episode. But if anyone didn't hear that, if you are if you have something in your cart, then the shit sells out. You have fifteen minutes before it'll get get removed from your cart, returned to the pool for someone else to buy. Fifteen minutes. That is interesting. That's how mm-hmm. that works then, huh? Learned the hard way, but I found out uh, directly. Yeah, Bandcamp has on a number of, actually, we'll say like, oh, there's 35 
oh, there's like 35 copies of the album for sale. And uh, like, you know, it'll say like, you know, however long later it'll say sold out. And then I start shipping them and it'll have sold like 37. I'm like, what the fuck? How? Like, I don't know if people just like hit, hit buy like right Whoa. at the exact second and they both get through or what. But like it has screwed us up a couple times because like between Dude. that and like having to replace extras, like there's times where like Jason hasn't gotten a copy yeah. of the cassette or something. Fuck. Like, uh, by the way, if anyone like already doesn't want their copy of Super Shades, like hook Jason up with it. Super Shades, because that happened. We accidentally oversold Super Shades. Which uh, and also three eighty five noise. Is that yeah? Please. I need that album. Um, it was by Purple Palms, uh, Vito of DMT Tapes, his uh, significant other. Oh, nice. Her alias, amazing. Purple Palms. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really, really solid, uh, just like groovy, lo-fi, kind of classic vaporwave, like mm -hmm. summer funk jams. It's really good shit. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's both of them together yeah, is the they alias. They have a few of those, actually. Yeah, it's him and his girl, I think. They, yeah, they collabed. Uh, fortunately, I don't know why I didn't pick those up. That's weird. Pretty much get everything. Yeah, we actually have recently uh, scaled way back on our edition size, too. So we were doing like 50s and 100s, oh, and now why. we cut it back to like 35. Yeah, um, you know, just trying out some various, you know, uh, patented business yeah. models. <laughs> Gotta feel it out. Our accountant, you know, suggested, <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah, you've got a lot of great stuff on here, man. Fuck, I'm missing a lot of it. See, I think the dream would be to open a venue. I don't know if it's ever going to happen, but we would love to open a golf audio company venue. Like a, a like a physical store? Like a live music venue, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, and people can come perform at it? Yeah, like imagine it's a bar, and also we can sell our records and tapes there, and people can play music there. Oh my All god, shit. you're giving me so many ideas, holy shit. Wouldn't that be sick? Yeah, I wanna, if you ever need any help with that, dude, that sounds so awesome. I mean, like, Electronicon, like, kind of proved, like, how many people are, like, willing to go see, like, a big bill, like, you know, now that's not to say that we can, you know, come up with, like, 900 people for an event, but there's definitely, there's definitely a market, I don't know. We could sell weed there, too. Yeah, we could totally sell <laughs> weed there, too. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine some help. Gulf Audio Company branded bud? Like, fuck the label. Let's sell weed. <laughs> you could brand it so nicely. People were like, why is this bud called Gulf Audio Company? Well, yeah, see, we used to actually have a, a music label, but we quit the music label and just started selling weed. <laughs> Name the fucking albums. Yes. Bro, light me up a fat bong rip of Fuji yeah. Euphoria. <laughs> or a deeper cut here. How about a little Magnavox 23? Tropical Virtual Home. That's, That's a, a sick album. Such a good album. Oh my god. That is actually the last album that we dubbed by hand before switching over to professional oh, yeah. duplication. Roll up a fatty of high humidity. Dude, high humidity is so underrated. That was, I think, our seventh release. That's a bitchin' album. Yeah, you can say what you will about Gulf Audio Company, but you can't say that we don't fucking love our own, mm -hmm. own shit. We support the hell out of what we yeah. do. God damn it, we put out good music. Yeah, you do. I'm just looking. One second. I want to see if I have those tapes. It was Super Shades and um, what? Um, oh, I can, yeah, actually, I have your North. file pool. Yeah, I didn't get those. I'm a fucking dummy. Sorry. I would have sent them down 
Or I would have... Uh, maybe see. I could have brought him to 100% electronica. Let me oh, see wow. what you got. Oh, you've got Takeaway. If you bought two copies of it. I did? It says you did. Maybe Bandcamp's messing up. Oh, it's the date's the same for both of them. I probably did. Yeah, Bandcamp's fooling. Yeah, you got yeah you got all sorts of goodies here. You got you got that Playmate Mist uh, split. That's a good one. That cassette and floppy combo. That was cool. I like that. Yeah, most of this stuff I have of yours, I think, is older actually. Like oh, actually, you have the cassette that I was talking about that we have removed from the catalog. That I designed the artwork oh. for. That's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, no longer on the catalog, and you've got it. Nice. That's a good one. I'll have to go through my shit and see which one that is. Dude, you got channel three. That's a sick ass tape. Language select. That's a good one. Yeah, you got you got Midnight City, and you got Tropical Virtual Home. Yeah, you got both. Yeah, you got some gold in here. Um, did you buy, it looks like Bandcamp keeps doubling up your orders, but maybe you did. Maybe you bought two Cloud, copies of the Wizard of Loneliness are, are CD. Cloud 64? I only grabbed one of those. What's the Wizard of Loneliness one? Only one? Okay. The Wizard of Loneliness was that CD. It was in like paper oh, sleeves. Yeah. Do you have one or two of those? Oh, uh, yeah. That's another one that I never got. The, the album that we released... Re- released it on contemporary first and he never thought yeah that's that's what i'm so, looking at it for i i'll have to check because like i believe Bandcamp's only showing me one i'll have to look around well i did yeah. buy this i bought the Bandcamp vhs saying like yeah oh yeah and then yeah i only see one for the compact disc yeah my Bandcamp app is like glitching right now it's showing that you bought like two of everything Mm-hmm. Well, I paid $8, so that's probably only one. But, yo, uh, make me a list of shit. I'll, I'll bring some shit down for you. Uh, I think it's only, like, like three albums that that has happened on. I think it's uh, Super Shades, 385 North, and that Wizard of Loneliness CD. All right, I'll see what I can do. Because I've got you a copy of that. Uh, dining. All right, well, let's bring it back to the interview now. <laughs> But we're we're pretty much getting close to the end. Um, do you have any more tips yeah. for uh, people looking to submit work to a label? Make sure that that label like has like at least a, a little bit of yeah, credibility. That can happen, and isn't just gonna like sell your tapes and then never actually ship them. That can happen a lot. Oh, contemporary tapes. Yeah, sexy time. It's the one that's got the uh, yeah. All my shit's written in Japanese, but uh. It's the one that's got the the girl in the front with the the one eight hundred number. Oh, okay. Like behind her. It's written in Japanese. Oh, yeah. they closed down, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, he bounced. <laughs> oh my god, that's the label. I was like, "There's one label that did that." I don't want to bring it up, but since I revealed, yeah, it, he screwed everybody over and stole their money. Yeah, <sighs> crazy. That was contemporary tapes. You can still find him on Instagram at I Hate Don Raw. Oh, one of my buddies I see talking on Twitter about it, Swarly. If anybody knows Swarly, OG motherfucker. That guy's that guy's the bomb. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, Aaron Swarly. I know. He's a cool yeah, guy. He buys a, he, he buys a lot. Is there anything you'd like people, new producers, future funk or vaporwave artists, personalities like me? Well, I don't know what you would call me, but um, that you want to let know about your label 
We don't give a damn. We don't give a fuck. Yeah, tell them all we don't give a fuck. That's a great attitude. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Um, you don't bite. Yeah, I I feel like that. That's yeah. That's that's like a that's like a classic. That's like a classic golf audio company uh, maxim yeah. that we hold very dear. To- it's where a very f- fuck you label. Don't come out sideways, because we'll come right back. Swinging sideways. Because we're because yeah because we're. Oh, oh, geez. Well, you can just check check the Twitter if you want to see the um, identity that Golf Audio carries. But uh, yeah, there's certainly people that <laughs> gravitate to that, you know, fuck you attitude, right? Yeah, if you yeah, if they they would bill us. They would it would be Golf Audio Company colon one toke over the line, and that would be our biopic. <laughs> Is it a biopic or a biopic? Just follow your heart, man. Shout out to Logan Williams. He just bought the first polyglot cassette. Logan, I've heard of him. He's a what? he's a he's a he's a vapor cassette OG. He buys a ton of shit. He's 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 definitely up there in that top ten bracket with you, as far as uh, nice golf cassette OGs. Yeah, I, I'm I could, surprised I don't know him because I know most of those guys. I could um let me see let me let me just shout out our top ten here live on live yeah, on the dude. air. Uh, where's our where's our schmigums here? Uh, shout out to the 75 people who have spent more than a hundred dollars with golf tbh let me find okay here's where it is sort by amount spent yeah you um yeah shout out lucius wasserman shout out indy advent shout out king boring shout out anthony major shout out toby dammit Shout out Tony. Shout out Eric Roy. Shout out Soylent Pie. Shout out Obahaglig and Callisto and Nathan Neil Schultz in Japanese letters and Suboy Toshiaki, Yellow K Records, Russell Spencer, Win Tan, Mehdi Shah. Y'all some OGs. Dude, I got some friends to make. Yeah, these. I don't know most of those people. Golf Audio Company merchandised apparel and items. Nice. Yeah, those people are some bosses. Yeah, I'll have to check and see what their pictures are, so I can track them on the Bandcamp. You know, the little squares of pictures oh, everybody yeah. put has there when you when you've supported somebody. Oh, yeah, I'll send I'll send you a screenshot. Okay. <laughs> Dope. So you guys have that record that literally just came out. Yeah. Uh, any other exciting plans for the future? Uh, we have a Twin Pines Mall vinyl record, 12-inch, coming out soon. That is mm-hmm. pretty sweet. Very excited about that. That'll be Twin Pines' uh, first uh, solo vinyl record. Um, I know he yeah. was on the the um, My Pet Flamingo, Flamingo Funk uh, compilation that was so earth-shattering and groundbreaking. Yeah. Uh, Mist was also on there, my boy, Jason. Uh, they didn't invite me uh, for reasons Do I know. Do you have a project? Yeah, you might. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What I tell you, Jason, nobody knows my shit. I would have asked you about it by now. But, yeah, oh, that's fucking hilarious. What is your project? Uh, Danger Falcon 1989. Bitch, I ain't seen that anywhere. Um, I had an album on Power Lunch. It was a split with Metaprise Applications. Oh, um, Vanderbilt Country Club. No, that was a compilation. This was a split called French 75. Oh, it was. The split with French 75. Yeah, the split with Blue Screens. Yeah, on Power Lunch. Lunch. On Power Lunch. And then I had a split with uh, Blue Screen 
that was uh, released on Golf and also on Sunset Grid. And then I had an album on Sunset Grid and then an album uh, on Golf and then an album on Bogus Collective. We also got a split coming between me. I've been on a handful of compilations. Which uh, my half has been done for a year. Yeah, my yeah, my yeah, man. Come on. I got a vinyl record currently for sale at My Pet Flamingo. God damn. Speaking of which, <laughs> um do uh My Pet Flamingo proud and don't make them regret uh putting that album out and go buy that record. All right, I'm looking. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, also that split. His half has been done for over a year now and he actually already made a half for me and was like, "Here, this is supposed to do." And then he anonymously just released that example half <laughs> under another alias. That's how done he is with his half of the record. I don't know how I didn't fucking clue into that. That's because Blush, that record with the toothbrush. I've talked about that record. Or an eyelash that's, brush. Yeah. But, um, oh, yeah. Oh, damn, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's me. That's, that's, that's me. That's you, brother. Yeah, I think it's, it's the Japanese letters inside of your name that so people just see danger something 1989 and they don't like when you're just glancing over it it kind of bleeds in a little bit more with the song name so a lot of time you're like hey where is the song start with 1989 with the period i think that might have something to do with it damn jason i gotta come up with a whole do you think i could just no, el- delete it. my alias and then re-release all of those albums completely unedited under a new alias and then watch watch the faces melt. They'll be like, oh my God, this is groundbreaking. Well, yeah, I released it three years ago under a different, apparently stupid name. <laughs> but thank you. Yeah, that could, I don't know. But just keep it like you're doing because the, the shit that lasts is the shit that isn't, hey, check out my stuff right away. Like this guy, what's his name? Villain. You know Villain from China? Shenzhen China? No, uh-uh. He did. He just put out an Office Soft album. Here, let me put. Let me link it to you, because I think you'll you might recognize it at least. He did the Anubis record. Very, let me see very, the cover of it. Yeah, I just sent you the. Okay, I've seen. I've seen. Um, he's a, he reminds me. Oh yeah. Okay. Like with the four as an A. I've never clicked on any of his stuff. Oh, okay. This is very well put together. It's yeah, very is- well put together, my friend. Very well. And another dear friend of mine, R Infinity. If you know him, mm, send me a link. Alrighty. This is the whole thing. You don't know them. They don't know you. It's all good, man. It's all good. Don't even worry about it. It's gonna. It's gonna work oh, out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This guy. He's. God. He's. He's the best. Get to know this guy, everybody. Check him out on Twitter. He's making, with Private Suite Magazine, we're doing a documentary of making Vaporwave. And he was so kind to lend his skills to our magazine and allow us to document him making a new record. And he's making it for Private Suite exclusively, sort of. Like, it's a very cryptic, like, sneaky, spooky record because it's going in with our... Oh, God, did I just blow it? Oh, he blew it. It's going in with their Halloween package. Oh, I already know it. Dick. I read his brain. It's out there. I'm <laughs> tweeting about it right now. Yeah, so that'll be really cool. Check, ch- definitely check it out. R Infinity. His Bandcamp is R R R X R R R X R R R. Bandcamp dot com. 
<laughs> and now over to you guys. Now, um, I'm I have one. I have go more check questions. Out that dude. His we... shit looks super like well put together. Yeah, yeah. And villain. Um, let me check my questions. Oh yeah, Jason. Did, is there anything you got? You feel like you want people to know about golf audio? I'm. I don't really like to promote anything. I just let the the music speak for itself. Exactly. Well, thanks to you for your amazing freaking curation skills. I don't know where you developed your incredible sound. First of all, with Mist, but also how you have such a good ear for what works and what doesn't. You're the reason that all of these people get to put out their records. Like, if we boil down to it, you know, they unless they pass that that I hate to use the gatekeeping term, but you know, yeah, it's cool, man. Validation, and I, I I bet it's a lot of fun too, when you actually get the good ones, ones that you're like this. People are gonna love this, and I'm yeah. I can't wait to put it out, sort of, you know. Yeah, get stoked. Like on back it. to Fuji, I remember the first walking around Walmart, uh, and I just heard it on my phone, and I was like, oh, fuck. I just knew it was gonna be. I didn't know it was gonna blow up as much as it did, but I knew. Yeah, as a sub. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me find another. I, that's pretty much all my questions. What are your favorite? Because you're you're on Twitter quite a lot. Do you have any favorite Twitter accounts? Some maybe that are just fun, that post interesting vaporwave stuff or hilarious stuff. Cool people to follow. Um. Okay. Z Tapes Records. He runs a real hilarious uh, Twitter account. I really like a lot of his tweets. Oh, I didn't. I I love Z Tapes. I didn't know he. Uh... Um. Yeah. He's uh. He's got like I think like three accounts or something. Like he's got like United mm. Cassette. Uh. United. He's got like United Cassettes and then like the Z Tapes Twitter and then like another one. I don't know. He's really cool. Um. I don't. I I I muted all them vapor drama bots. <laughs> I've not heard of any vapor drama vo- bots. You haven't seen the vapor drama bots? No, I try and keep it pretty chill over here. Oh yeah, well I um, keep it positive. Yeah, that, Me that's and Porter. what they're called. Like search it, search it. No, I mean like search vapor drama bot, and you'll find there's like four accounts. Damn, they just post nonsense all the time. I wonder who made those. Like that's that's pretty weird. I don't know. Um. Best of our vaporwave is is cool. I mean, like, I don't know, like, like, I mean, like, I've talked to him and he seems like a chill guy. I don't like necessarily a lot of the shit that he posts, but he seems like a cool guy. What about mm. Dr Pepper too? It's, it's awesome. Oh Cubs yeah, Cow- what's that? Um, that's Max, right? Yeah. Yeah, he posts yeah. some funny oh, shit sometimes. sometimes. He's funny. <laughs> Dude, haircuts for men posts the best shit on Twitter. He also posts the most disgusting shit on Twitter. But he also posts the funniest shit on Twitter. Like, like I've seen the motherfucker post like a gaping man's asshole, but I've also seen him post <laughs> some of the most incredible memes in the world. Oh God, no thanks. Yeah, haircuts for men runs pretty, pretty, pretty wild Twitter. Oh my God, <laughs> haircuts for men is badass. I love his shit. Badass, holy shit! I know he got some like blowback recently or whatever, like Reddit and shit about like low effort. Uh, oh really? Bullshit. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's just the same shit you always see on va- our vaporwave. Yeah. We asked yeah. him. Uh, I did. That was one person that I did personally reach out to and was like, "Yo, like, uh, if you wanted to release with us, girl, you know, I mean, we'd be down." And he said that he was very, very busy. I haven't, I haven't asked mm. him again. 
but um he did uh he did submit a song to trash ghosts uh halloween compilation that we then released so we got him there nice yeah i like haircuts from him pretty good he's cool oh yeah it's uh Mitro actually, uh, this really might be special. like leaked information or whatever. Mitro told us that he was going to send us uh, the files for the Dragon Ball Wave VHS. He said that we were going to get to do that. I have not heard back from him. And like Holy since then, shit. well, since then, he said like numerous things on Twitter like, that's it. Fuck labels. I'm <laughs> done with labels. Forth. I'm releasing all my shit by myself awesome, from dude. now on. I'm like, yo, yeah. you didn't even give us a chance. But um, he's, a, he's a very passionate guy. You know, he definitely. Um, but, you know, like he told us um, that, you know, he was down for that will or will not come to fruition. But, you know, anybody who's interested in a Dragon Ball Wave VHS, maybe hit up uh, Mitro and be like, yo, Golf Audio Company has huge packages of VHS tapes. You, <laughs> you, you actually have the VHSs? Yeah, yeah. We still do most of our VHS stuff by hand. We have some nice. getting professionally dubbed right now just to lighten the workload. But mm -hmm. I like to do the VHS by hand still. Um, I don't know. Just I, It just seems overall still more effective to do the VHS by hand than to get it professionally dubbed. It's really expensive yeah. to get pro dubbed. But um, actually, uh, my pet Flamingo sent us the files for um, Timeshare 94's Malibu Condos V2 VHS. So that should oh, be coming shit. soon. Oh, right right fuck. i need that god i'm yeah. vhs is my number one i just i, I kind of joined the scene late like late 2016 sort of and so i didn't realize that v vhs was a thing until like 2017 like mid 2017 which is why i don't have that luxury elite vhs yeah i've got um, that waterfront dining morning star ballads vhs it's super oh sick. shit yeah it's Lucky super duck. sick we actually have a really cool uh, luxury. Um, Those two fucking things he just mentioned. Think about how much of the other shit that you don't know about. We're mountains. Lots of shit. <laughs> mountains of fire. Yeah. So, I mean, like, people, like, I mean, I, I just, I, I don't know. We get a lot of times artists getting frustrated with us for how long it takes for us to do stuff. But, like, we just have, like, a lot of projects going on all at once and i mean we both fucking have jobs and shit and you know families to deal with i mean take care of children and, you know like yeah exactly <laughs> yeah you know so i mean there's like a, there's a whole lot of moving parts but you know we do mm -hmm. everything like as fast as we like you know reasonably can without you know skipping steps or being careless yeah like we haven't had any major fiascos of oh my god all the fucking tapes are dubbed wrong or we have blank. to reship everything or everything disappeared or yeah, I, I don't know. I mm -hmm. would like to pat myself on the back, which I, I you know, I hate to do, you but I, I will if I have to. Or, you know, having no major scandals in three years, you know, no sex crimes, stolen <laughs> money. Yeah. Well, good for you. We're like the J. Cole of Vaporwave. Keeping it real. Uh, I notice on your Twitter you're following a particular amount of people. Is is the the amount you're following right now a coincidence? I would say no. That'd be weird if it was. No, yeah. Well, it's 420 for those it who is. are wondering. It is. Every time I find an account that I need to follow, I have to go and find some other bastard who needs an unfollow. 
Yeah. <laughs> but don't worry. I always go for people who don't follow us back first. So if you don't want to be lost and left behind, you should probably follow us back, you fucking idiot jerks. Yeah. I read somebody said the other day on Twitter that uh, contempt for your audience is a bad look, period. And I feel like that's part of our, like, mystique is a certain contempt for our audience. So I felt personally attacked. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't uh, disagree. I mean, it's obviously all in good fun. It's all in in good good fun. fun. It's all in good fun. Exactly. Jinx. Exactly. You know it. Yeah, I feel you. You just, there's this, you just got to be able to take a joke. Yeah, I got to shout out um, Phoenix Brown uh, for, for that. I definitely uh, learned a thing or two about chronic shit posting from the Phoenix Brown account. I don't know if you follow it. I don't think so. Let me check. You don't know about Hank posting? I do. That's kind of an older thing though, right? I don't know, but Phoenix Brown's just very. Is it dot Phoenix Brown? No. That's the, yeah, that's the one. Oh, okay. There's several accounts, but that's the one. Posts, warning, posts are not for wussies. <laughs> yeah, Phoenix Brown runs a good account. You ought to follow that if you want to see some, see some, see some fire tweets. Some, some shit. Well, one from you here I think is funny. Remember the Vaporwave Essentials Guide? Oh, yeah. From Reddit for the anniversary? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, here's a quote from you. Be right back. Making a Vaporwave Essentials Guide that excludes everyone who isn't literally only me. Try that shit on for size and shape. Yeah, that was me. I typed that. <laughs> yeah. Not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great, great account here. Definitely follow the follow this account, guys. You'll have a good laugh. Now, I do remember, I do just have to say that at the beginning of this uh, interview, you said, and I quote, I have all night. Now, it won't take sure. you all night, but you need to spend at least some portion of that listening to all five or seven of my albums okay not that i'm promoting my own shit because we don't i mean you i mean it's just not a good look but i'm just putting it i'm embarrassed that i didn't i'm very embarrassed okay we got the blue screen blush we got prom we got loss we got metaprise applications he's got it up now he's got it pulled up now what do we got that's it no man i just i just figured it out did you did you did you see cold war on sunset grid and the track or the record, yeah, on Sunset Grid. No physical for that one. No, no physical yet. Maybe someday. Is that Winamp? That's Winamp. Oh, never mind. That's not Winamp. What, the cover for it? No, it's just something yeah. that a buddy of mine put together. It's kind of like it. Yeah, okay. I've been wanting to uh, redo the artwork for that, maybe put, touch up that album a little bit and release it. I always thought it was fun. Man, you know what's funny? At the beginning of this, you're like, yo, make sure people know my handle, my name, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, for sure, man. I got you. Danger Falcon, whatever. This is like, you know, before we started recording. And the whole time, you're like, okay, Indy knows. He's going to drop that my artist name is that. No fucking clue. (laughs) (laughs) I just like, that's his name. Call him that. I don't know why. Didn't ask. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's that's, that's the the name for for my stuff. Yeah. And I have heard it. I know I have that record, the 10 inch. It's a beautiful record. Mine, I, I haven't spun it yet, yet, but I did. Pardon me? Mine isn't a 10 inch. <laughs> the was that Dan Mason was a 10 inch. The blush is 12, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Okay. 
Dan Mason's album Summertime EP Summertime. came out uh, that same day on My Pet Flamingo on a 10 inch. Yeah. But yeah. I think, and I actually haven't received my copy yet. I just bought it the other day. But um, I think that Blush is on a 12 inch. I don't think the length yeah. of it, I don't think, would fit on a 10. You're right. I fucked it. But you do you have it? You have that record? <laughs> yeah, I do. That's sick. You have my record. I have your record. I don't even have my record go. yet. Don't. Let's see if it actually came. All the time I see little pussy ass bitches on Reddit like, it's been a month since I ordered my whatever from Sick Records or from, you know, My Pet Flamingo. And then I'll go on oh, Reddit being the good guy that I records. am and say, hey, you know, don't worry. Like, trust me, they always send out their shit. They've sent out thousands of fucking records. They're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, okay, I trust you. <laughs> and at no point has Sick Records, who only ever disses us, or My Pet Flamingo. Yeah. Well, shout out to you guys. You know, I'll try and edit that a little better. <laughs> just good guy golf, man. Just out there, just doing what we can for the people. Yeah, let me say it right now. Hashtag golf up. All right. Golf fucking up. Golf up. Okay, guys. Wait, don't, don't not hashtag golf fucking up. That sounds like we fucked something up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, fuck, man. So just golf up will do. Golf up will do. Golf fucking up. Wait, what did they do? Yeah, no, I have. I didn't get the vinyl, man. I got the cassette. I got the missed oh, vinyl. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, you did get that. Yeah. Blush cassette. Yeah. And that was a redesign. That was a reissue. Yeah. Yeah, that's so many. F- I got I buy a lot of stuff, guys. Yeah, he got the redhead record. Yeah, I mean, like, I can, I mean, like, I see what you get from us. Like, I'm sure we're not the only label. Like, exactly. On this podcast, well, people are like, oh, just from how us. do you organize your tapes? I'm like, fucking pile, man. Like, I'm still going through it. It's bad. There's no, um, there's no organization. It's just, how soon do I think I got that compared to this one? Yeah, mine is basically just like give or take the order that I bought them in, how they yep. s- sit on the <laughs> shelf. So I just kind of like think back, like I feel like I bought that like July of 2007. Yep, here it is, second shelf. Mm-hmm. That might be the best way to do it, actually. Give, give it a try, people. Let us know if it works for you. All right, let me get some more. Are we got any more questions? What do we got? What do we got here? Do you have any predictions for what the next year of Vaporwave is going to be like? Um, Honestly, probably like, I don't know. I, I would hate to like make a negative prediction. But I feel like 2020 of Vaporwave is going to be like, I don't know, weird. I bet we're going to see some like, major label closures i bet we're gonna see some shit that's gonna rock the scene Mm-hmm. and we're gonna see probably a lot know. of shows though yeah i'll bet there is gonna Hopefully be shows, shows. i bet there's gonna be like i'll bet there's gonna be like i'll bet there's gonna be fucking backlash uh, i bet people are gonna like play like vaporwave shows with like other other fucking like genres and producers and people are gonna backlash about it and it's gonna be all muddy and people are gonna get nasty Uh-oh. i don't know i'm just i mean that that could all be totally <laughs> I kind of feel the same way. I don't know if I'm necessarily the most like, like relevant source to ask about what's going to come in the future of vaporwave. I mean, relatively, I haven't been here that long. True. Was that three years now almost? Yeah, just about. Yeah. 
or no actually like right at two i like that you keep saying three and i hope that most people just hear three and getting great in like embedded with that but i think it's actually right at two years yeah some um, nasty little fact checker is gonna check that yeah uh-uh you said it wrong in your podcast for anyone who is currently hearing this i'm speaking as if like we're in the moment you know like for people in the in the future who are gonna be i see i broke character but you get the (laughs) hello listener hello listeners um i wanted to tease a new release that we have a couple new things just like i like like jason said we got a, a mountain of shit we actually have developed in our fucking laboratories a way to put our entire 70 plus Golf Audio Company album discography onto a single cassette that you can put into your your Napa Valley cassette holder. You can put it into your cassette player, your car stereo cassette player, your 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 rack stereos, your Walkmans. It's a cassette on which you can listen to the music, all of Golf Audio Company, all seventy fucking albums, in sentence. Period. On one tape. On one fucking tape. With is the. What? Negligible loss of sound quality. In fact, yeah, no possibly better. Problem. Possibly better. You're using some sort of new like encoding bitrate that I haven't heard about or something? What the hell? Nothing nearly that cool. Uh, I don't want to know your secret. Nothing nearly that cool, but... Crazy. So what's the cutoff? The cutoff. Are you going to do one... You've, like an well, addition of how many? What about... You put out this record today, for example... Oh. Well, see, that's the thing. Is that going to be it on? Is, you know, it is like, completely gonna... within the realm of possibility for the average user, not even a wizard or wizened mage, to actually update this cassette with new releases as they happen. Oh, shit, man. That's cool. I like that. Snap. So I get it like, now. That is fucking this cool. Cassette, this, uh, this idea so far has not been tapped into by any other Vaporwave labels I know. SD card. So they're all going to be like fucking kicking themselves in the butt when we drop this like in like two days or some shit. Nice. And we're going to be the only label out here fucking with a cool. fucking discography grail yeah. cassette. Um, so that's one. Um, I don't know if you saw when we recently released the Gulf Audio Company officially licensed uh, dime bag. No. The dime bag no. was a specially curated package. Uh, it was uh, every envelope contained uh, a comic book, a Gulf Audio Company poster, a vintage cassette from my collection, um, one of three randomly selected Gulf Audio Company cassettes, and a VHS tape and a pack of rolling papers. Did you sell? You didn't sell that on the Bandcamp, yeah, did you? We did. What? Yeah. We sold, okay. uh, I think, twenty-five of, them or something. It was as many as I had uh, comic books. That was the the bottleneck. Was how many comic books I had to spare. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was the Gulf Audio Company dime bag, and um, it was just like a. And we sold it for ten bucks, hence the dime bag title. So all that badass shit. It was a comic book, a poster, a VHS, a vintage cassette, a Gulf Audio Company cassette, which alone should have been like eight bucks, um, mm. and a pack of rolling papers. And a poster, if I didn't say that already. Yeah, for 10 bucks. Anyhow, we are currently developing the Gulf Audio Company 8. I don't, like, want to spoil too much about it, but consider this. One package, a vinyl record, a floppy disk, a zip disk, a poster, a CD, 
I can't remember what else. Oh, and more rolling papers. Yeah, 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. Damn, I'm just looking at it now. Holy crap, this is next level shit. Right? Well, did you get Man, to you... taste our Gulf Audio Company officially licensed beef jerky? I didn't. Well, that was also a, a quality merch Frick. item that we hosted. So I take it you're not grinding your weed with the th- Gulf Audio Company officially licensed grinder. <laughs> I did see that. I am not. But are you toking out of the? Are you toking out of the GAC licensed dugout? <laughs> I'm not, bro. I didn't get it. I'm sorry. That's pretty cool. Well, I don't know. Man. I mean, we have fun. We have fun. <laughs> exactly. But um, I do remember that. I that was like over a year ago. Right? Yeah, it was. Um, we um, with all throughout the past year, the the dime bag was like a month. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we're working on the eighth right now. Thirty bucks for a twelve-inch record, uh, CD, poster. Uh... Oh, oh, oh! And that was the other thing I was forgetting. Actually, these eights, this uh, this part I will spoil. They they each come with a two-CD set of the original hand up, like the CDs that I used to master the original Golf Audio Company hand up cassette. So like you you buy one and then you get the two CDs I use to make the side A and side B of Trash Ghost yeah. Gloria Wave. Wow. Or you know you randomly get you know Fuji Euphoria or yeah. you get Quadratics. Uh, you are not alone. Anything that was hand dubbed, yeah. like you would get the two CD master set as well. Thirty bucks. The mm-hmm. Golf Audio Company eight. So I guess you can only sell like fifty of those, right? Um, hands so for Miss. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did oh, get true. Jason the master for me. But remember, we remastered. I mean, we didn't remaster. We re uh, reissued that cassette. So I do have another master CD for that because of when I did the reissue. Mm-hmm. Dang man. So yeah. So as far as um, that would be the first uh, forty releases um, have yeah. master CDs like that. Yeah. Cool. So I don't know. I think it'll be a fun little thing. I mean, I know I would like to buy something like that. Like, I wouldn't buy it for me because I've already fucking got one. But like, like if uh, say like, damn, I keep thinking of labels, but the only ones I can think of are the ones that close. Like, if Business Casual had uh, you know, a box where it's like, oh, I've got a master CD and a record. Like, I'd buy the shit out of that shit. I mean, not, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like, no, I I already buy the shit out of. I don't know. I yeah. already buy business casual things. I don't want to say I buy the shit out of them because then I, I wouldn't want John to say, no, you don't. You buy a moderate amount of respect, a, a small <laughs> amount, maybe. Like, you don't buy the shit out yeah. of them, you liar, you fucking poser. I don't know how he would talk, but I'm, I don't know. Tell the truth. John's sir. such a badass. I'm kind of intimidated by him, honestly. I don't message him very often because he, like, I don't know. He just seems really cool. Yeah. He is. I'm interviewing him shortly. He's such a cool guy. He he just. I don't want to talk to him because I don't want to make a fool of myself. <laughs> That's exactly. It's like if for everything I don't say, it can't get worse. Tell him or not worse. But tell you know, him how much when you interview him. Tell him how much. For, tell him how much. Life. Golf Audio Company loves him. I sure will. It'd be my pleasure. I don't know. Like I'm just saying. Like Audio Company Eighth. My tangent. Like I. Th- I don't know. I thought it was. If another label did it, I'd buy one yeah, of theirs. Ideas like, like fucking yeah, the yeah. We got man. mountains of ideas. Yeah, so watch out for that Golf Audio Company discography cassette. That's gonna be you know a landmark, a landmark release right there. Well, guys, I think that's pretty much all my questions. Um, it was so fun 
talking yeah, to you. Oh, like, yeah, I, I definitely I really had wanna... a good time here. I'm glad we got our don't want to go. <laughs> every technical shit solid. We talked about weed a lot. Yeah, I hope. No, it's been almost three hours. Yeah, it has. I hope I didn't disgrace the private sweet name with my foul, my foul language. Your dirty, dirty mouth. Yeah, well, it'll be cool, man. Don't worry. I cut this shit. Yeah. Sweet. sweet Edit out the sound of the bong rips. I I didn't hear those come through. Really? I tried putting it right up to the mic one time. I heard it once. Well, that was probably when I put it up to the mic. I think so. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to say or any shout outs to anyone or anything before we hit the road? Ooh, um, I would love to a big long list of shout outs, but I would hate to leave out somebody, but I'm going to do it anyways. Um, shout out Twin Pines Mall and Blue Screen and uh, Azure Sands, you know, Power Lunch. Um, shout out uh, Paradise, uh, uh, Paradise Records and Pacific Plaza Records and shout out... Um, my pet flamingo, and shout out um, Sunset Grid. You know, gotta get the homies in there. Who else we got? Shout out uh, Synchro Start. That's our boy. Shout out Fuji. Trash Ghost. Shout out Trash Ghost. That's a real fucking bro for life, right there. Tyler. Yeah, for sure. Um, shout out to uh, you know I know we haven't talked, but uh, Gallery of Low Art. Kurt, you know, you're a badass dude. Shout out to him. Uh, We were going to do a floppy disk of his, and we just kind of, like, lost touch. Did it, possibly Power Lunch. Um, But I I still actually listen to the the demo version of that floppy that I made myself. Oh, nice. In your car? Yeah, I wish we'd released it. Shout out Pink Ranger. We got some sick shit planned with him. Shout out Wizard of Loneliness. Shout out uh, Ducat. I asked him how to pronounce it, and he sent me, like, a sound bite say it <laughs> ducat i yeah. yeah he sent me he's like this is the uh this is the producer tag i use this is how you pronounce it i said i was like is, I, cause I, I tweeted i was like is it is it ducat or duck it and he said uh it's neither <laughs> it's and then he sent me then he's like and it was just his producer tag it was like this like sensuous voice going ducat so. He does have a dreamy voice. I just interviewed him last yeah, he's week. He's cool. He's a cool-ass dude. He did a remix for uh, Playmate um, on the Playmate record. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he, um, yeah the Playmate EP, um, we, the reissue we did, we got a bunch of sick-ass motherfuckers to remix tracks, and that was uh, Synchro Start did a remix, and Verchetti did a remix, and... Uh, uh, Pink Ranger and Mist and Twin Pines Mall and uh, Ducat and I think that was it. Dang. Yeah, but it was it was star studded. It was beautiful. Yeah, sick. Well, thanks for all the shoutouts, man. That's awesome. Uh, Jason, I I don't want all the room for shoutouts to just go to. No, we talked about it. He said I could have all the room for shoutouts. I do have some people to shout out. Uh. Uh, shout out to Gala Futara. Yes. Shout out to Nothing. Yes. <laughs> uh, shout out Alternate Skies. Yes. Shout out Alternate Skies. Hella. I love that. Fuck. Cool. Well, shout out to you. To and shout out you. to you, You guys sir. rock. And you keep it real, and I like that. We just do what we can. We have a we have a we have a brand and a persona, and we we like to bring that. Shout out to Vitomo for that sick video intro. 
That thing is clutch. Shout out Metaprise apps slash, uh, you know, future iterations of that. And also shout out Porter Vong. Yeah, fuck everybody that we didn't say. <laughs> if you didn't make the list, you're out. You didn't out. make the list, we hate you. Damn, well, guys, I'm sorry to cut it off, but uh, I think that's going to have to be it. All right, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's wrap it up. Wrapping it up. Thanks for so much. Thanks so much for coming on the show and taking uh, your three hours out of your night. I can hear the crickets in the background there, Mist. Oh, yeah. I think that's crickets. Yeah. Yeah, thanks again, guys. I hope you guys you know, continue to pump out amazing releases. You know, you're really kicking ass and doing a lot of great work for a lot of great artists. So it's great to have you guys around in the scene. Well, hell yeah. We really appreciate you uh, getting us on here, man. I mean, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Anytime. We'll do it again someday, hopefully, maybe six months from now or something like that. And uh, we'll see you at Electronicon. Oh, yeah. All right, man. I'll see you. Um, what do you, what, what should I, do I call you Indy? Do I call you by your real name or is that secret? Never. I'm going <laughs> to share it. I'm going to sp- drop the, I'm going to spill your address too. Why is it the people that know my name are the people I can't trust? <laughs> nah, I got it. I'll keep it a secret, Indy. <laughs> it's all good. Like I always say, if, if I buy your tapes. Dude, you are so lucky that I didn't like just drop it on air because yeah, I totally you know, mind. I wouldn't have been able to cut it oh yeah you wouldn't have been able to no but anyhow yeah like right on like hell yeah so we'll we'll um we'll keep in touch we'll can't wait to hear it for sure guys yep i'll send it to you cool for sure yeah tight butthole (laughs) tight (laughs) nice and tight all right guys keep it keep it tight peace peace be with you all we'll talk to you guys soon Woohoo! All right, that's my conversation with Golf Audio Company with DF89 or Danger Falcon 1989 or Danger dot Japanese Characters 1989 and Mist. Uh, definitely check out the interview with Mist on Music's The Hangups page. It's like a twenty-minute interview or something like that, and it's really nice. It answers a lot of questions that mine didn't. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around, everybody. We really appreciate it. We're going to play some music. And the first song we're going to play is by Danger Falcon, just because I feel so bad for not doing any research about him and having any questions. (laughs) Oh, God. So uh, that song is called Second to None. And then after that, we're going to hear a song from Mist called Hold Me. And that's from uh, Redhead, the album we talked about. And then we're going to have a couple more songs, one by Twin Pines Mall and the other by Pink Ranger. And the first song we heard on today's podcast was by Playmate. So we've got to, we want to showcase a couple different artists and uh, you can definitely go back and check that out. The Playmate song was called Sunburn. And the, we'll just say the mall, Twin Pines Mall song is Gang Shit and the Pink Ranger song is Twin Peaks. Thanks a lot, everybody. We really appreciate you sticking around, and we'll see you next time.
Okay.